So what BPM are we doing? <laughs> yeah, what BPM? Everyone always asks that. Like when we start, it's just it's a fucking woodblock. It's Garage Band. It's just the way it goes. So uh, welcome, amped. welcome to season two. Which yes. is, happens to be episode 26. We got renewed, everybody. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They picked us up. Beautiful. Yeah, we're still making no money. Still no sponsors. Uh, we'll get that. Number nope. one show on my Facebook feed, though, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll Number one in your hearts. I'll tell you this. Um, good to be back. I, it's been it's been so long since we actually did this that I don't know if anyone saw this, but I drove into the wrong driveway. <laughs> No. So I, I wasn't wow. paying attention because I was probably texting while I drive because that's what I do. Right. So I pulled into this driveway and I was like, this looks different, but they were getting work done on the house. <laughs> so I go into the same fucking narrow ass driveway and some like thing, I guess it was a girl or I, I couldn't tell what it was. So I, was, I just, I'm like, maybe it's, Brian, <laughs> maybe it's Brian Marr, you know? And uh, so I roll in there and I, and I get out and I was like, oh, this is Definitely not the house. When I turned around, mm-hmm. and this lady's like, "Can I help you?" Oh shit, really? <laughs> and I was like, "Was well, she had my haircut?" <laughs> well, she had a beard. <laughs> she had a red beard, but uh, she was cool about it. I was like, oh, "I got to go over there." So that's I'm great. Right. So you're in the wrong driveway, and then I'm waving to some guy in my driveway, and that's not even you. He was in the wrong driveway too. So. Yeah. Ah. Holy shit! And he didn't even have like New York plates. It's like fucking it's Twilight Zone. Oh ah, yeah. shit! I was like, I know white people next door. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. it Don't call the cops. Yeah, Uh please. I know. Um, So that's how long it's been, and then I got in. So, Um, man, so much from that last episode, which was a lot of fun with Jason Schneider. Mike Malamo has been on the show three fucking times now because he sat in the background for for Mark O'Connell's episode. That's right. The three-timers club. The (laughs) three-timers club. And and the only reason I remember that is because Kira Ann... Uh, she, she, yeah, yeah, she was just like, uh, she's like, yeah, I, I couldn't hear Mike, and I was like, oh, he wasn't even supposed to be on, and then I remember that he sat in for for Mark's episode. So right. um, he's watching a Mets game over there. I think. <laughs> I think actually that's what it was. Well, totally yeah, or was. some shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a diehard Met fan, which yeah. is just sad. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today we yes. we have a. Uh, we have our, our guest. Uh, he he came in. Uh, you know, I didn't tell you guys, but I was trying to get that guy John Squires and didn't f- go through. And then I was emailing this dude from the band Nothing because I saw them at St. Vitus. Um, and then I was like, Brian fucking Marr. Wait, so I'm only here because like the third bass player of Philly Club Sandwich <laughs> couldn't be here. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> no. I was just bad. Where are you going with this? No. And on. then I called no. so and so. No, and then it was I wrote two, an email. It to was this two guy. people that, that I was trying to get. And then I thought to myself, like, we always had conversations. Like, you're like, I want to be on. I'm like, yeah. let's talk. So I'm like, let's fucking talk to Brian. Brian fucking knows shit ton about movies. He's in bands like me. He's always looking for a band member like I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're full for once, but uh, you know we'll see what happens next same, week. Same, you know? <laughs> <laughs> same thing with us. Like yeah. we we're, we are, we're always missing that one guitar player. So, uh, but what's up, man? Welcome. Thanks for doing this. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. What got me really juiced up was the the shit you were saying on the Last Jedi, <laughs> and then the shit that you said about the movie Mother. So I was like, yo, I'm like, That's we got to, yeah, yeah, I'm like, we got to get this motherfucker on right there. So, um, and I've known him for, for a while, man. And, and let me ask you before we start, like, cause we're doing the same thing. Like we, we just never love, we never stop loving playing music. Oh no. So what, what keeps you still playing? I just can't stop at this point. You know I mean? It's just, I tried to take a break from it, you know, when the last 
version of the band in the end of 2014 kind of which came is to an what end. just black suit youth okay um you know i went on like a spirit quest i took like a train to los angeles and then worked my way back across the country like i was in some like 80s action movie you know yeah. just drifting that's kind of awesome I, yeah, it was cool so, i wrote some songs but i got bored and it was like all right let me get a new lineup going and you know with a bunch of false starts we finally just got wait, a solid lineup again let's not know? even gl- let's just like wait so you took a train from you new york to los angeles like in a hellacious three days of people not showering on a train for three days that's did you ins- like run and catch the train and hop on the like in the movies like <laughs> peewee and then you like ride no it wasn't a hobo freight train like, or a anything. stick and a bandana but i learned all the hobo it. signs in case you know somebody wanted to give me free food or something did you, you know make sure i didn't get stabbed you know oh, that's handy i didn't want to pay the troll toll you know? <laughs> so but i mean you went over there with intentions of, on somehow making it back just via what just you were just like i'm gonna get there i always when i was on tour with my band i hated everybody i was in the van with and i wanted to kill them and i always just wanted to do a tour without having to play the shows or be with my band oh shout so out, I thought shout out be... to those people <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i thought this would be great you know from from the years of touring though I, I had a lot of friends in all these cities from other bands so i had places to crash so like i was in la for a bit i made my way to vegas and then to so the friends you yeah. met along the way were way cooler than your band some <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're no, saying i had great bandmates too but it was just it worked out you know and i ended up you know i ended up staying in austin for a bit in atlanta and it was fun you know that seems kind of like frightening to just jump on, like not in in like a physical harm way, but just like financially <laughs> or like job wise, like yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's only money. You can get more, you know, as long as you have. I have a from never having a real career. I have like seven hundred different stupid skills that yeah. usually apply to things, you know. All right, did you grow that beard on the way back? No, I grew it for safety. I figured <laughs> when I first started growing it, like old ladies would cross the street when they saw me. So I figured no one's going to mess around with me in New did Mexico ba- if I look like this. Did you, you have know? bad experiences with old ladies that you <laughs> wanted them to? I had to protect myself. <laughs> I'm sick of them asking for directions, man. <laughs> you know? G P fucking S. <laughs> All right? Take your fucking flip phone and shove it up your ass. <laughs> so, um, and how long did it take you to, to get back? Five weeks. Five weeks? Wow. God, One have- bag, five weeks. I go, I go on a vacation with my girlfriend, my fiance, for like two days, and she's got like a giant bag and a backpack, you know? So, you know, but still, like, no matter what, like, it's something that you did. Those are memories. And like you said, you're basically on tour. You just didn't play shows, but you brought your guitar and you did all that stuff. Well, no, I actually, I didn't. But I, I, everywhere I went, somebody had one. So I was able to keep picking up different various instruments and writing things. And I ended up demoing some songs in Atlanta. And then I came home, like, all right, I'll put a new band together. And, yeah. Uh, it took a little while to get it rolling, but, uh, we were going to do our first show with the new lineup at the Space in Westbury last Thursday, but there was a blizzard, so that was the end of that. That's right. <laughs> so. And why, why did that that dick Greg Cadenese leave you? Oh, God, he's such a beta <laughs> cup <of> pussy. <laughs> he unfollowed me. Not, That's cool. He just wants to, you know, run <laughs> 5Ks until his legs fall off. I don't know, you know? Whatever. I'm just jealous because he was fat like me, and now he's not. And now I'm stuck being fat by myself. <laughs> Dude, just do a cleanse like where you just drink juice for like three weeks and then just run six times a day every day for the just next three years. Just do that. You see, that's the problem that's right there. Because like when I Let leave Let me stop here, you right there. Yeah. <laughs> you just need competition. You just got to race other people. That'll step you up. The treadmill ain't going to do it for you. But when that guy's next to you and you just get that fire and you want to beat him that's how you'll do it you know yeah it's like I fucking th- like father like son just and it'll be like that. a 14 year old girl you're running against but whatever you know <laughs> who cares it's war win an old lady yeah you know no i just i don't know maybe i just feel like i'm so far gone you know like i just i try and like i get some success and then i just keep like i have a hard time saying no to like donuts <laughs> <laughs> tasty 
They're fucking great. Yeah, they're fucking and I like, donuts. I like ice black coffee, so sometimes I just look at the donuts when I go in there. And it's kind of like food porn. Sometimes there's some ragged-ass fucking like seven, uh, 7-Elevens or, or Dunkin' Donuts, and the shit looks stale as fuck. Um, but sometimes you go in and Maybe they're you like... you get lucky. Like you did with the pizza today. Uh, <laughs> fucking gas station pizza. Okay. I can't let, believe you did that in New York. Let me... Let me what the fuck? <laughs> I had airport sushi, so who cares? Ooh. Ooh. Go for it. Everything yeah. went down all right? Yeah. Stayed there? I... I... <laughs> I don't know. It, it was there, and I was in a rush, and I had to come do a podcast. So I was like, all right, I'm getting gas, and the pizza didn't look disgusting, so I was super hungry, and I was eating it, but it tasted fucking great, like all gas right. station. Hold on. Yeah. Maybe that's I, when you know everything's going your way that day. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I was with love in whatever factory they make them in before they ship it to 7-Eleven. You know? I, I was on my... No, this was like uh, uh, Speedway. Speedway gas station <laughs> yes. in Bayport. And like, I mean, like maybe I was on my Zen shit because that shit tasted like. F- Shout like, out to Speedway and Bayport for the yeah. good pies. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for a good, tell slice, them Sam sent you. <laughs> shit's better than hot and ready to go right there. <laughs> if you're looking for a good slice, go down to fucking Speedway and Bayport. There's a one of those spinner things there. So, yeah. Um, all right, so we did a bunch of shit. I mean, I think I, I know I did a bunch of shit. I don't know what anyone eh, else did. Not so much. So um, I know I got a chance to finally check out the band Nothing. Nice. Out in St. Vitus. Uh, shout out to Artie and his lovely bar. And uh, they put out my favorite album of, of 2016 called Tired of Tomorrow. Um, it fucking sounds like My Bloody Valentine meets Pink Floyd. It's fucking fantastic. Yep. The band that opened was a band called Ceremony. Ceremony blew me away. Like, they are a hardcore band, but I had no idea. So I didn't know, know much of them. And they started playing, and, and the song sounded like, um, kind of like Joy Division for a minute. And then the second song came, and it looked like fucking, like, the Crow Mags in 1986. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, the people, their crowd was there, and they repped hard. And it was, they floored me. They fucking floored me way more than nothing, even though nothing's better. (laughs) But, like, I was just there, and, like, there was pylon after pylon. And if you see these, like, guys, they look like they're in a fucking, like, new wave band. Eh, But they play, like, vicious, smart, hardcore. And it was fucking great. Couldn't say enough about it. Cool. Um, And then, what, two days after that, I went to Arizona. So for, like, 11 days. And uh, that was... That was fun because anytime, like we were talking about before, Brian, anytime you go Mar, there's three yeah. Brian's. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Brian party right yeah. here. <laughs> Parker, Mar, Langan. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Go. So um, anytime you get to go somewhere for 11 or 12 days, do nothing but like hang out and shit and like climb mountains. I had a really good time. I'm going to tell you a quick story about Arizona. I was like climbing up a mountain. With uh, my girlfriend's brother-in-law, we're you know we're going through these trails and it's fun. It's like this cardio thing, and it wasn't cold out because it's fucking Arizona. And uh, we get to the top of this mountain, and uh, we see this couple there, and they have you know two German shepherds, and we're talking to them, and it's all this shit. And uh, somehow it, we started talking about where we were from, and she was like, "Oh, she's like, I grew up on Long Island." And we were like, holy shit, really? And she's like, yeah, from the uh, Mount Sinai Quorum area. <laughs> wow. I was like, I, I went to school in Centerreach. And then the dude next to her, who looked more like a cop than Brian Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Was like, uh, 
he's like, I went to Center Reach. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, I went to Center Reach. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm a narc. And I shook his hand. I wiped my hand as soon as he said that. I was like, oh, man, that's terrible. He was in your gym yeah. class, man. Remember that guy? Well, he was class of 84. <laughs> but then we were talking. He was like, yeah. He was like, you know, we went to Arizona. And I was like, oh, please say something racist. Please say something racist. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, he's like, we're tired of this, tired of that. He's like, all the fucking filth and this. I'm like, oh, say something racist. Yeah, and then when he comes. told, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when he told me, I was like, yo, I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, you know the filth you're talking about? You arrested? I'm like, that was me. He's like, oh, well, I didn't mean it like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you should yeah, be like, yeah, it, good to see you again, yeah. you know. <laughs> I was like, all that filth. I'm like, me, I'm that guy. Like, you were trying to arrest me, so fuck you. <laughs> hey, they were nice, but still, it's like fucking cops. That dude's so. probably retired already now, right? Probably. He's retired. That's yeah. why he moved over there. He's like teaching or some shit like that. It's fucking so. amazing. Should have been like, yeah, you you arrested me, and I came all this yeah. way up this mountaintop, <laughs> and I found you. I found you. I found you. It's like, re- it's like a reverse point break. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, fa- I And then- uh, yeah, like it was, it was cool. I was just, I wanted to make him feel uncomfortable just because I'm an asshole, and I was like, yeah. you did the right thing. Yeah, I thought, I thought so too. The narc. Yeah, exactly. Cool. It's you're, you're a fucking cop. That's yeah. all. So shout out to all the cops out there. Yes. That listen, all three of them. <laughs> Been a good year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then that's about it, man. Arizona was just a desert, you know. Because yeah, he was like talking. He was like, yeah, man. He's like, I got a house out here and this, and you can't beat it. And I'm thinking. Yeah, but you're in a fucking desert. Yeah. <laughs> like, you actually can beat it. Yeah, yeah, you actually can. I can. Yeah, he's not I, taking advantage. He's not smoking angel dust and going to Roswell and trying to see things. You know. There you go. <laughs> so we went back down the mountain. I hope you give him a link to this so, so you can check it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. He can come find me. You know, I got nothing on him. I don't even jaywalk these days. So, but Good I'm man. still very anti everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's it. I don't know. Not Arizona was just a, a fun trip. Stayed out with my girlfriend's parents. Um, and they were fucking very nice. And then we came and we landed 12 hours before that fucking shitty storm. <sighs> Got lucky. Lucky you. Huh? Right? Yeah. Because I saw JFK like a few days later and it looked like fucking like Mad Your Max. Your baggage would have oh, been underwater and frozen solid, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah totally. They're still looking for dudes' medications who have died last uh, week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like that, like a, a pipe burst and all this other <laughs> yeah. shit. Water main or something. So. But I'm, I miss New York after like 11 or 12 days. But that's it, man. I don't think I did fucking much else over there. Uh, so that that concludes my exciting trip on the mountain meeting a narc story. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies. I was a homebody last month. Okay, watched cool. a lot of shit. Caught I up. know. I know Parker. You got some shit over there, right? Yeah. Um, what do we do? I, I was all over the place, movie, TV wise. Um, first thing that I watched was. Uh, which we never spoke spoke about was that movie, The Vault, with James Franco. Ah, um, I know that we didn't get into that. We were supposed to get into that, but we didn't. Yeah, j- j- I mean, what would you think about it? I liked it. I thought that it was Did original. You watch that? No. Yeah, I thought that it was original. I liked it. You know, original. Okay, yeah, it's original. It was about the club, The Vault, where dudes used to jerk each other off. <laughs> in New York City. That's why I watched if it. If it's not about that, I want that movie made. Uh, Stat, write that down, Sam. At- <laughs> Uh, the way I described it was a really cool concept, just executed very poorly. Um, James Franco is super busy, man. He oh, seems to just, now. yeah, I think, and, and he just seems to be in, in a bunch of shit, and it varies from like big movies like Why Him, which was straight trash, mm-hmm. and an interrogation room for misconduct charges. 
Is that what happened? Apparently, well, no. apparently he's, he's the latest to fall. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Uh, well, good luck with him on that. So, but I, I, you know what? When you're making a movie, I would imagine, like you know, some Brian Marr, you're making a song, and in your head you're thinking it's awesome and it's going to be awesome, and then you hear it on the recording, and you're like, it's kind of yeah, what I wanted. What else? I did uh, chapter twenty-seven, which was uh, about Mark David Chapman assassination of John Lennon. I went to was the that with Jared Leto? Yeah, yeah. How was it? It was kind of slow moving. Yeah. But I'm kind of a sucker for him. Yeah. You know, so. Sucker for who? For uh, Jared Leto. You get lost in those eyes. Yeah, he's very handsome. <laughs> so, you know, one of my man crushes. The list I went of to the man crushes. crushes. Yeah. Yeah. I, have qu- I have quite a few, you know. Oh, man. You know, when you go to Catholic school, you know, shit happens. <laughs> I went to Catholic yeah. school. I don't have any men. Nah. Oh. Moving on. We're progressive here. Yes. Um, then I had to jump back into my love of, you know, VCRs, you know. God forbid I break up, you know, any of that. So I did... VHS Revolution, which is the history, literally, of beta VHS mom-and-pop video stores. That was great. And then I did uh, VHS Massacre after that, which is indie, cult films, Troma, Joe Bob Briggs, everybody. Then, what was uh, that called? It was called VHS Massacre. Was that a documentary? Yeah. These are all on uh, Amazon. Amazon is, like, okay. killing it right now. Amazon Prime. Amazon is killing it. Yeah. Right? And I think... I don't use that service. Oh, it's so it fucking out. good. Yeah. I think I'm going to start using it because they're really going head-to-head head head with Netflix. They have more bad movies than I do, and that pisses me off. Because uh, I want those bad movies, goddammit. I like a bad movie. Yeah, Sign yeah. up for the uh, free Prime trial and binge for a month and then discontinue it. There you go. Or just, or just steal somebody's so, password. You can I mean, do that. Yeah, yeah. what is it, like fucking $8 for me? They like, raise it to 12 man. Listen, it's, money that, bags. That's Boku bucks <laughs> right there. <laughs> Y'all can't just throw 8 bucks around. This we guy's buying pizza at a goddamn gas station, so he's fucking saving money. <laughs> yeah. I see. What, I see the end game. This yeah. is what I tell everyone. As long as I, I, I'll spend whatever as long as I get money, my money's worth. Like, and, and if you're giving me a good product for fucking $12 <laughs> where I could watch a but shit. But you have a fire stick, right? Yeah. So you get all that shit. But sometimes, like, the fucking streams suck. Like, I, I hear you. You know, like, yeah. to, I'm still thinking of doing Shudder because it's, like, fucking $4. And I skimmed through those movies. And for me to go to the stick, which I primarily use to go see fucking shit, like, back to school, like, old movies. <laughs> right, right. Or movies that don't come out in the theaters around here. That's mainly what I use it for. Stuff I can't find I don't anywhere. Want, and I don't want to think about it. I want to hit stream and I want to watch it. I don't want the fucking shit to buffer. I don't want anything. If that's what $12 gets me. Like, I just went to go see The Last Jedi for the second time. And I bought three tickets. And it was like $45. Yeah. I was like, wait. What the fuck just happened? Yeah. I'm like, three tickets. Recliner seats at least. Yeah. I hope. Of course. I went to one the uh, with my son, and it was the straight up old school seats. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. I was yeah, so it's hard like, to go back. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the old school seats are good because they keep you awake because they're so uncomfortable. It's like know, an interrogation. I've, t- I've tasted the good life. I've yeah. seen the promised <laughs> land. I've laid back and chilled and watched a movie, know, and you, I, you know, I can't go back. You know how easy it is to fall asleep if you're in a recliner. I'm at a that's kids' movie, get, bro. Nice. Trying to chill, you know. He's entertained. I want to take a nap. What'd you say? That's why you buy the small cherry coke, which is like 32 liters, and like you up. I know, but like I'm not like that. Shit don't affect me. I used to do crystal meth. There you go. Fucking a thing of Pepsi isn't gonna do shit. Tolerance has to have like 20 year arc where it starts to wear off, right? Never. But even I could mainline Pepsi, and I wouldn't even like when people talk about like. Ca- like caffeine never really affected me. So yeah. You got to butt chug it. <laughs> oh my God. You got to boof it. <laughs> and then yeah. lastly, on that note, I, d- I did something called 
80s blockbusters when Hollywood played tough, and that was uh, that was awesome. That was Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Norris, Van Damme. Some of the guys from Canon were on there. These were all on Amazon? Yeah. Hmm. I fucking I went that. a big You know what you hit me to recently that was on Netflix? That the I didn't toys. know about the toys thing. Oh, that was fantastic. so fucking good. I want more. Yeah. Only four episodes. I had been following that for like a year on Instagram, and literally the day that it premiered, yeah. I just I didn't even hear about it until you them. posted yeah. something, but yeah. I, that was fun. I think, I think next is Transformers, so. And if you don't know what we're talking about, it's a show on Netflix yeah. called what The Toys, the toys That Made Us. Yeah. 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 And it's uh, four episodes, uh, G.I. Joe, Barbie, He-Man, and... Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. The guy that invented Skeletor was nuts. Yeah. yeah. But the story behind it was really interesting there's... about the business aspect of Kenner and all that yeah. shit. That was fascinating. There's yeah. also another one, what a surprise, on Amazon Prime about the Star Wars figures. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like Plastic pl- Galaxy. Yes, Plastic yeah. Galaxy. That was very good, too. Star so, Wars is yeah. hot right Still now. Still racking it up. I think I think we're we're all benefiting just from like people stepping up that content. Everyone yeah. wants to get your attention, and I think Amazon, Netflix, and HBO are like the three. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they all bury network television, as we know. There's it. no reason to even because have it anymore. It's, you know? I can't believe that they're the highest paid. Like they have all the money. I know it's from advertising, obviously. But have you seen Two Broke Girls? <laughs> Some of the new, <laughs> dude, I can't tell you the last year. Like time. a lot of them are starting to really buckle and fail. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like watch watches sitcoms, why like half-hour sitcoms. Why did we lose stars in Encore? On... Optimum couldn't cut a deal with them. They wanted to charge more than they wanted to Optimum pass sucks. on or something. Yeah. Now I can't watch Black Sails. I need my Pirates in Leather Pants fixed. Where the <laughs> fuck am I going to get it? <laughs> but even Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Power is on that's there. That's on Netflix now. I know it's behind. You're not yeah. going to see it new, obviously, but they added that. But, um... I mean, yeah. we're resourceful guys. You'll know somebody who's got it somewhere. We can get yeah. a password. Yeah. But still, I know, but still, like, it's, it's just like, you know. It I makes mean, it fun, you know? <laughs> Try and find it somewhere. I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess eventually just everything changes. Five years from now will be different than and then ten years. I mean, think about five years ago. Like, fire sticks are out. And yeah. we can complain, like, ah, oh, it buffers the string. You have ac- we have access to, like, everything that's ever been made ever. ever yeah. And yeah. we're going to complain about it. That's, yeah. what, that's I was, what we do. That's what I was saying to him. Like, I have a, I have a bootleg guy that comes into my job. Like, yeah. how fucking lazy are you? It's like getting a, ordering a pizza. This guy just <laughs> handed me a movie that I wanted to see, and I paid him five bucks, and I keep the movie. Yeah. You know, it's fucking I amazing. You. I can't believe bootleg guys still exist. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he can't compete. This guy's got fucking movies. He's got work boots. Whatever. <laughs> movies and work boots. Why does that turn into celebrities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinese guy? Oh, of course. <laughs> he drive okay. a minivan? I'm sure. <laughs> There's a guy that comes to my spot yeah. like that. I mean, when I used but to I do... I never know how good his movies When are, I used to do construction, the there would just be a guy, you know... He, the same dude. Probably. Well, no, they bring yeah. the little the little DVD player to show you the quality. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy doesn't fuck around. Like, if it's a bad copy, he tells you straight up, like, don't buy that. Really? Good, good copy. Very yeah. good copy. I don't know if we got the same guy, man. Yeah. Don't buy his boots if you do it. Yeah. Straight up. Being Timbo's. <laughs> did, did he deliver you food too? Like, what's oh shit! I should ask him. I drew the line there. Probably got a relative. <laughs> you know? Oh boy! I want yeah. that. I want that bootleg pizza from the gas station combo. That's like a number three right there. <laughs> the amount of hate mail I got in the, on that thread. Yo, you live in New York, people. Are gonna, I understand you know. that, dude. I remember when we were. I'm in a rush. We we were on I tour in like Connecticut or something, and my bass player. We're at a fucking vending machine, and it's like. You know, 
Snickers, ice cream, pizza, same fucking shit. And this fucking kid, he was 16 at the time, gets this pizza and it's like this fucking like Jetsons thing comes out and starts building like robotic hands, building a fucking pizza. And it was the fucking worst thing that I've ever tasted in my entire life. <laughs> that sounds so. terrible. Oh, it's horrible. And how long ago was that? That was that, that would be 97. So what? Christ almighty, 21 years. I just, when I'm in line at 7-Eleven and uh, you walk by that case with the chicken wings and <laughs> yeah. And some dude's in front of me like, yo, let me get that, that. And I want to grab him and be like, yo, you yeah. don't have to do that. It never looks you good. You can just go outside. There's a, there's a pizzeria yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Or a chicken wing place. Truck, man. Yeah. Like, you can go somewhere. No. You don't, I, don't do that to yourself. I get that shame. <laughs> Like when, like when you're buying condoms or like getting like your girlfriend like tampons, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, let me get six of those. Let me get six of those. <laughs> what? Yeah. You six say? wings over here. Yeah. I'm and not every- into them, but I do enjoy some terrible things like the bagel dog that you got to find from like the the coffee truck guy who's behind like an industrial oh, plant. Like I get that guy in my job too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Those- you talking about the hot dog baked inside with that, of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. sticking out past it? Yeah. I had to do that. sell that shit at Costco. Fingers, but, you yeah, should have told me, man. We could have hooked you up for food shopping Friday. She just got back, man. May send me that list next week. Uh, <laughs> you can have the sausage or the hot dog version. Uh, gotta have guilty pleasures. Yeah. But well, we're, we're talking uh, about those toys and Star Wars. So um, yeah. let's fucking talk about that goddamn Last Jedi. Let's do it. Because I feel like. You know who I went to your I rehearsal. It. I went to your rehearsal space yesterday, oh, yeah. uh, and I talked to Koza about it. He's 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 a hater. Yeah, he's a straight up hater. And like, I don't even get what his thing is. Why do people want Luke Skywalker to be Neo from the Matrix? He's not I gonna be. Like fucking couldn't like Co- Jason. So we're we're gonna have spoilers in here too. If people uh, are listening. Yeah, I haven't seen right. it. Fuck off. I know, you know what I mean by this yeah. point. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Yeah, just so just suck my bootleg yeah. guy doesn't have it yet. Skip so I haven't seen it. it so. He's got <laughs> Czechoslovakian dog porn. So that's yeah. Last Jedi. I got that first. Uh-huh. So they don't like the movie because Luke. Thought that's why they didn't like it. No, it's because of the way live. he acted. People are like, whoa, he just threw the lightsaber. I'm like, yo, he's the guy who threw the lightsaber on the Death Star. He's the same dude that just reminded him of something he didn't want. Like, I have this theory that ju- the it's just that people, and I could be wrong, and I'm generalizing, but they want. That movie from their kid childhood, because everybody has this nostalgic thing about whatever they grew up. That was the best movie, or whatever, and they want something to take them back there. But the mo- the the story's evolving. It's been forty it's, fucking years. I know. Yes, but, but they they have years. this thing that they own part of this movie. You know what I mean? And I know they've invested a lot of time in it and stuff. But some of that backlash that they have against it, it's in different hands now. You saw what Lucas did with the prequels, which are unwatchable in my book. Unwatchable. And it's yeah, got Sith a fresh right. blood into it, and it's exciting again. It's fun to watch. It's Jason, not, it's just J- Jason said to me, like the you know the, this is what he said to me yesterday, and I still have no idea what the fuck's problem was. He's like, um, "What do you think are the things that you need to know about this Last Jedi to see the next movie?" And I'm like. First of all, what the fuck are you talking about? We're all going to go see it anyway. <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, what kind of question is that? And so, and then he tells me, he's like, all you need to know is that uh, Ren and fucking uh, whatever the fuck, Ray have some kind of connection, and I don't even remember what the fuck he said. It was two things. He's no, like, the, that's it. The connection is down now since Snoke is dead. They can only do it when they're close together. <sighs> Whatever it was, I'm just thinking like, <laughs> didn't you just watch? Yeah, no. Like, they just what's lost r- their boost? They're on like they had Verizon. Now they got Boost Mobile. Yeah, now- done. <laughs> that is true. He did. He did fucking hook them up. But it, it, I'm just thinking like, what? 
why can't you just sit down and watch a movie? Like, what's the problem with just, like, like, I understand dissecting it, but, like, The Force Awakens was fucking A New Hope. Yeah. That's exactly, like, if you're telling, like, it's A New Hope. It's A New Hope. That's what it was. It was fucking Star Wars, which is fine. Right. Because the prequels (laughs) knocked me out of the game so fucking hard. Big time. Okay, like, in 1999, when The Phantom Menace came out, I had like a fucking 21-year-old boner sitting there in a fucking movie theater stroking my fucking dick watching this. And then I kept like by like 30, 40 minutes in, I was just like, I had that feeling like when I was watching. I'm never going to finish. Yeah. How am I going to come now? It's like three hours. You know, like. You're stroking it to a 10-year-old kid in a fucking race pod, dude. That's the worst scene. That You might might be on a registry somewhere. (laughs) Okay, and maybe not that metaphor. Scene. Yeah, Let's get back to that narc on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, it, it, like that scene with him, like a young Anakin, and then it's Jar-Jar one of the worst Binks. movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm serious, <laughs> talent. Like, it's fucking so bad. People try to say that Clones is worse. They're wrong. Phantom Menace is the worst. It's I so couldn't bad. even Phantom get to Menace. The third yeah, of that, that was the shit. worst out of all three. Phantom yeah. Menace it's is terrible. the worst. But yeah. It's just all dialogue and boring ass flat delivery. Oh, yeah. it's just it's a fucking horror show. People on couches. Yeah. But to the Last Jedi, to the people who hate it, I'm always like, all right. Did you like Logan? Yeah, Logan was sick. It was so awesome. It's the same fucking movie. It's the same exact plot. The Last Jedi and Logan are the same fucking movie. Old guy out of the game, some young girls trying to get him back into it. It's the new version of him, trying to get him to go on one last adventure, and then he fucking dies. It's the same exact thing. So how do they love that and hate that, you know? Yeah. And as far as, like, everyone's saying it ruined their childhood, I thought it was a good throwback to the old movies. Maybe your childhood was already ruined. (laughs) Yeah. The guy at the bike shop did that. (laughs) But think about it. Like, in The Return of the Jedi, in the throne room, it always bothered me, you know, that Vader waited till the last second and whatnot. This time they just took the bad guy out. Like Kylo Ren is who Anakin should have been. I, I just I don't people are complaining about man. It all works for me, you know. You know, and then on the flip side of that, maybe, you know, maybe I could look at it and as like the Halloween remake. You know, some people are looking at it. You know, hell, I don't know. What now, do you, which what do you... remake are we talking about? Rob Zombie's <laughs> remake or yeah. now the next remake? No, Rob Zombie's the remake. remake. Of the remake? <laughs> no, Rob Zombie. <laughs> you know, and, and maybe like, you know, to play devil's advocate, you know, they're, the way I look at that is just you guys got it all wrong. Every part of this, you got it wrong. Um, you know, so maybe I'm more passionate about Halloween and them fucking with that than I am about Star Wars okay. because I'm not really too into those movies anymore. Um, and maybe Jason Koza and like the rest of the fanboys are fucking true. You know, you know, maybe that's the angle that they're taking. That it's like, no, this is our shit. You know, like I'm looking at Michael Myers going, like, I don't need a backstory. I don't want to know this. I don't care that his mom's a fucking stripper. Fuck you, Rob Zombie. What if Michael Myers was a woman now? <laughs> what if it's Michelle Myers? <laughs> Which doesn't bother me, but all these men's rights beta cuck dudes who are trying to take it back are like, that's what they hate about all this stuff now. You know, That's a really interesting angle. And I do like the fact that Danny McBride is on the script because I think he's smart enough to yeah. do something really cool. I mean, I'll see it, you know. I'll and I like that it's going right after the first one. So they're going to lose the whole sister angle. They're just get, taking it you know from... What? Horror movies, I mean, let's just, don't even try to have continuity, because nobody does, so fuck it, whatever. That's how, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, 
you know, start people, over, people, sh- people shit on that new Leatherface, and I thought the new Leatherface. Jason was great. X isn't I canon. I didn't think it was that great. Oh God, Jason X, please no. <laughs> I was kind of what about Jason? To it. I like Jason X. I don't know why you. Hate I think it so you much. and Dan Tur are the only two. <laughs> I try. I tried that five times. Jason X isn't canon anymore. Aside from space titties. And the face smash. What was good about Jason X? The chick who got sucked out of the hole. That was really tiny. <laughs> the fact that all life on Earth in the year 10,000 is dead except for Jason and space <laughs> students pick him up. That's almost like a roadhouse level plot. <laughs> I love it already. I saw it in the theater too. Dude, first Jason day. X, Roadhouse, Magic Mike, they're all good for me. Because like, the plots, you know. <laughs> but so you like The Last Jedi. For me, yeah. I think it was like after sitting... And watching The Force Awakens, it made me feel like it was a Star Wars movie. It felt like a Star Wars yeah. movie. I left yeah. there and I was thinking, like, that was fun. Yeah. Okay? I mean, Rogue One gave me a semi, so this got me fully erect, finally, you know? I never saw Rogue One. What? Rogue One was great. People that was really it. good. It was yeah. good no. I, on the way to Arizona, it was one of the movies. So I was like, all right, I, I could either watch this or I could watch Split. And I watched Split. Split, Split was, right. was great too. Split was great, um, and then I figured I'm like, okay, on the way home, you know, whatever, I'm gonna watch Rogue One, and they fucking took that shit out. <laughs> I got so excited when I found Triple out what X? that was about Rogue no. One. When I found Rogue out what that, I got excited when I found out what that was about. Just how it was about this little conversation in Star Trek, and they mm-hmm. made a whole yeah. fucking movie. It was out a of good it. movie. I loved it, and I, and I took my uh, my seven year old son to all three of those, and. His eyes lit up, and he was staring at that screen the same way I For did Rogue when one? I watched all all three of them, the new ones. Like when I watched Empire Strikes Back, you know? That's what it was all about for me, that he had that same look. of one, that I loved those movies as a kid, you know what I mean? And he was sitting there experiencing it. So if it's not exactly up to what I think the story should have went, I'm a, you know, whatever. I mean, Rogue One, I liked it a lot. If you, It doesn't work on its own. You have to have seen the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. You have seen it, yeah. but aside from... That I thought it was pretty great. I tried you know? watching it three, four times. I, I've started it, um, and I figured on the plane I would be a captive audience. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to watch it, especially after watching the Last Jedi in Arizona. I was like, I'm going to watch Rogue One on the way home. People love it, and then they took it out. But like, I, I just, I'm so not into it that when I'm watching it at home, I, I you know, like I could think of a hundred other things that I like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe I'll pick up the guitar while I watch this. Right. You know, and then I'm like singing like more than words and shit. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? Obviously. <laughs> so, but I mean, I, I got to watch it. People seem to love it. Uh, but I think the older I get, the less I give a shit about action movies. I hear that. I'll come watch it with you. We can harmonize on more than words. <laughs> okay. Do Nuno's part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. I don't go out of my way to watch new action films either. Yeah. That much. It's got to be really like when you came to me about the raid, I was like, I got to see that. And that's, I was like, this is amazing. That's next level. Yeah. That's it has to be something like that. Kingsman. I like Kingsman was ridiculous. Yeah. John Wick. John Wick was great. But like, you know, I used to watch every fucking action movie that came Do you think out. You just get burned out on action. Yeah. It's really silly genre. A lot of the movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. And as you get older, it's probably like, oh, come on, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, we watched everything, like the big four. I said the big four of action was Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Van Damme, and Seagal, right? Chuck Norris? Where's he fall? (laughs) I think Seagal had a more public popular, I think he gets ahead of Norris. Norris had his resurgence with all the jokes ten years ago. Two. True, true. Yeah, like but Invasion he, USA, no. missing in action. But it's, not, it's not out for justice, man. It's and not Bobby Lupo. And he fought Bruce Lee, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think he just 
had a very small audience. I don't think he had like it's even smaller now. <laughs> How does Michael Dudikoff on this list? Oh, oh the man. dude, the Je- <laughs> Jeff Speakman, <laughs> the perfect weapon. Yeah. He's that's like the next wow. tier. The yeah. next tier is like Jeff Speakman, uh, Dudikoff, uh, China O'Brien, Cynthia Rothrock, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Lee would have been. Oh, probably. Yeah. 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 Well, he got caught that blank, which is weird. Uh, that's a remake that I'm afraid of. They're remaking that. The Keeps falling through though. Yeah, I'm afraid yeah. that what that's going to become. Oh. Yeah, looking back at it, that movie was great. The first one. Yep. Really good. It was the Wraith, but but yeah. it's just it's the same plot as the Wraith, but it's just. The I watched it again yeah. last year, actually, and still got the vinyl over there. We can spin that later. Killer soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Second yeah. one sucked. I just you know Iggy Pop was in it. I only need the first one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, that's great Deftones song in the second one. That was yeah, about it. Good, good you know? cure song. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were like on like the streets of San Diego, yep. chasing the crow, and the Deftones were in the alleyway playing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Third one was bad. The TV show was bad. Iggy uh, Pop was good. TV though. show. Yeah. Second one, right? Yeah. He was in the first. I think, right? it, was the second I think one. it was on yeah, Channel was Nine. The bad guy from the Warriors was in the first one. Wait a minute. Yeah. There was a crow TV show. Yeah. Yes. It was on like USA or something. It was the dude. Of course, the dude from. Who else would put that? What was that movie? <laughs> it was a guy. Oh, it was almost like it was almost like the substitute, but it wasn't. I thought oh. it was like a guy it was who like, can't hardly wait or something. Was it? No, it was like a, it was like a Spanish guy, and he was like you know supposedly like the teacher, but he was really like this is the, we're talking about the Mark crow Anthony still? was the guy from the substitute, so it couldn't have been yeah, him. it wasn't that. So yeah, the crow is a crow, substitute teacher, the or guy something? that played him in the TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was horrible. It wasn't Treat Williams. No, <laughs> love Treat Williams. Guy's great. <laughs> Yo, the substitute has like five movies. Yeah, like if you go on demand yeah. and, and all with him. Well, Berenger's in the first one. He was still getting teaching jobs and all shit right. after all his reputation that, right? uh, by five of them. Uh-huh. You beat the fuck out of every student in your school. Ernie Hudson, Hudson too. Back well, to the crow. So say <laughs> yeah, Berenger was in the first substitute, and then Treat Williams took over, which is funny because Berenger took over the Sniper series. Like Another they, classic. They all basically <laughs> like it. traded places, and I think Billy, Billy Zane, Zane was the bad guy in every one of them. Yeah. He does, man. <laughs> and the brother of Lisa Zane, who is one of the hottest uh, Nightmare on Elm Street girls. Nice. She was shout on. Out to uh, her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to her. Exactly. She looks like a, a no frills Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> I love how we went from Star Wars to this. Uh, Amazing. That's what I love about this show. Hold on a second. So, so just to, to sum it up. <coughs> to the Crow I, TV show. Should we do a top five hottest Nightmare on Elm Street girls? <laughs> Don't jump the gun. We might use that next time. One. Damn, that's a good one. Um, is it <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So just to, to close it off, I, I love The Last Jedi. It's, if you're a Star yeah. Wars fan, and, and in the movie, Ren... You know, one of the common themes is just saying, like, kill the old. You know, just kill, like, let it all die. And I think the dude who wrote it, Ryan, whatever the fuck. Ryan Johnson. Um, I, it was just smart, you know. And after fucking 40 years, like, like Princess yeah. Leia actually did die. She's dead. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's how long you've been making these movies and she's just no longer existing. You know? So at that point, it's like, yeah. you know, let them all go. You know, after 40 years, like, I get it. But once again, the flip side, if Halloween got remade and they killed Michael Myers and now it's like, you know, Michelle Myers. I'll tell you what sucks, though. After Ryan Johnson, have to go back to J.J. Abrams now for the next one. Is I had, it's Why? Like, Why do you think that's bad, though? 
Because everything he does is just a retread. I don't think he's that gifted of a filmmaker. I would have liked to have seen Colin Trevor. I would have preferred to see Taika Waititi or the dude from Baby Driver or somebody. Oh, yeah, Edgar Wright. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like that the way it was left off, there's no way he can make it into a reboot of Jedi, at least, because you can't because of the way it leaves off. But I just, I'm concerned. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine, whatever, but I would rather see somebody with fresh blood do it, man. What did Ryan know? Johnson do before this? Looper and Brick. That's right. And both both with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in The Last Jedi. He's the guy who, he's the alien who complains about Finn's parking job at the casino. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Fun fact. Yeah, that's pretty good. Nice. All right, well, listen, watch it if we didn't ruin it for you. But I yeah. think if you're listening to this, you've already seen it's it. It's a good action movie. It also came out like 94 days ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> counting. I didn't think too much about it. I went, it was good action. The yeah. fights were good. It moved along. I mean, we, I are, like, we already it. ruined it. time. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. Day 97, my bootlegs guy is going to have it, so we're good, man. I was like, we're going to talk about The Last Jedi. He's like, ah, he's like, it's cool. Yeah. Dude, if you haven't seen it, come on, man. Yeah. I mean. That, that's on you. Now you man. don't have to. Nah. <laughs> you just saved me five bucks, man. The kids who make the toys in a Bangladeshi factory have seen it, like, and you haven't. <laughs> just get the toys, man. That's cool. So, um, another yeah. movie that I wanted to uh, talk about because I thought it was so goddamn fascinating. It didn't make my top five of 2017 because I think the story around it is just as fascinating, if not better, than the actual movie. Which was the Disaster Artist, which mm-hmm. none of you guys have seen, right? No, My bootleg guy no, did have that. Though. I want to see it bad because uh. I love the room from back in the day. I know you weren't really feeling it, right? No, I tried. So everyone knows what the room. I is. can't get past that guy's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't stop looking at no, it. No, no, that it's guy. Like uh, what's, his, what's the guy's real Tommy name? Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> his whole shit just fascinates me. Just... His whole shit just <laughs> fascinates me. Some okay, so listen, I find out about the room, and uh, it's talked about as like the worst movie ever. And I'm thinking, like, it's Troll 2 is the worst movie ever. Everyone knows Troll that. It's in endearing. a different way, though. A different... I mean, there's different kinds of bad. You know, you know it's why? A, it's an art form, really bad fucking movies, you know? <laughs> they have to... There's a mark where it's like, uh, this just isn't entertaining. This is boring. The joke's on me for watching it. And then it passes that point to, like, sublime, surreal horse shit that they don't know how bad it is they're making. And it's just... It's genius, and that's where the room falls in, and Troll 2. Troll 2 is interesting because visually and everything about it, 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 you know, it's fantasy, so it's a little bit more appealing to the eye. Mm. So once... (laughs) (laughs) Did a girl get ripped by a tree in that movie? Exactly. No, that was Evil Dead, wasn't it? No, I think it happened in Troll 2. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you're proving my point. And shout out to that documentary about so that yeah, movie. the best, best worst, worst movie. movie. The director that made that movie, because he still thought that shit was good. <laughs> it was amazing. He was just guy flew over he here and people just, were laughing uh, at it. That was awesome. Yeah, well, you know, he's Italian and <laughs> from over there, and he has no idea. So, <laughs> but uh, when I actually tried to watch the room, and what 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 sparked me was listening to James Franco and Tommy Wiseau on Stern. So I'm like, okay, and it just, I don't know, there's something about that interview, and I was just like, all right, now I kind of want to watch The Fucking Room, because now I want to watch The uh, Disaster Artist. So Mm -hmm. on that level, it worked. So I guess maybe I was too sober and by myself, so it's not as funny. So I tried watching it, I put it up, it was streaming on YouTube, and like 15 minutes in, I'm thinking like, well, okay, so this is just 
bad. There's nothing funny about it. There's nothing like it's, it's his delivery that gets me. Like every line is so flat, and like the accents are all like every word is accented wrong. It's just perfectly bad. That's what. That's why I like watching that movie for a it, joke. It's so. Did you finish it? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Did you really? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I watched the first fifteen minutes, and then I watched like the last ten. Yeah. Um, and there was nothing funny about it. There was nothing <laughs> like. I mean. <laughs> I, I, the fact that they were fucking nonstop in the movie, like that was yeah. cool, I guess, because the girl is kind of not ugly, so you know, it, it, I don't know. He, he I don't was know fucking her belly it. button, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then, you know that was, and it was the disaster of artist is based off the book. The book. That his co-star mm-hmm. had written about him, which I was going to read, but I didn't. I got to see the movie first, so well, it. It, it, it. All right, so. After, like, I just gave up on it. I'm like, this, yeah. I, I get the gist. You get the idea. I get the idea. I get what it is. And then, you know, the movie came out, and then I watched it. And the movie was so goddamn good. I watched it twice. It's fascinating because this guy, no one knows where he's from. No one knows where how he got $6 million to make this fucking movie. And then he has a premiere <laughs> and keeps it in the, he pays to keep it in the movie theater for two weeks just to be in Oscar contention. Or consideration. Like that's, he has no idea that how terrible this movie is. There's a beauty to that. To There's me. a it's beauty. Like, like Ed Wood, you know? It's, it's like Anvil. That movie. Anvil just, just released a record yeah. today. Yeah, and they're well, terrible. How many bands have given you their demos and you check it out and you're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But he's a dream. But, and look, he made it to the stage on the Golden Globes to almost interrupt listen, James Franco. That is <laughs> the the payoff. You know, we could fast forward now. We could fast forward this story because I think the disaster artist is like everything leading up to that point. Watch yeah. some clips on Tommy Wiseau. Watch some of the room, and then watch this movie, and then watch like fucking James Franco winning an award, like. How insane is that? Winning an award playing a guy who couldn't win an award. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it's Meta. just so fu- Like, what a story. Yeah. Couldn't get enough of it. For real. So, definitely recommend it. That's such an unfair feeling. It's like when AFI was in the underground and The Offspring had a big hit with a cover of an AFI song. Really? Total Immortal, which I think was on Batman 3 soundtrack. Wow. Your boss from the label takes your song and has a hit before you do with it. Ooh. You like AFI that much, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I never got into them. What do you think about Dream Car? I loved them. I went really? to go see them. They were fucking great. Him and Link went together, you forget, right? Yeah, uh-huh. how good the guys in No Doubt actually are. Yeah. And then you see them in a small room, and Davy Havoc comes out in a pink suit dressed like fucking Mumbles from Dick Tracy. It's amazing. It's killing it. That's fucking amazing. That record's really good. Yeah. The sound they were going for, like they nailed it. Yeah. But I think it's because those three guys from No Doubt really have a, a strong understanding on 80s New Wave. Like they play very cool stuff. Yeah. And Davy. Really, like, I mean, it sounds like fucking Duran Duran in mm-hmm. 2017, which is like really hard to do. That was a great show. I was so glad I went to that. Um, so going back to to, to the band real quick, just because I'm, I just wanted to know. So you guys have like your lineup back together, uh, or like a new lineup? So Black Suit Youth, my band. Yes, yeah, okay. Black Suit Youth. Yeah. yeah. So what what do you want to do this year? What like what's the, what's like? We a goal? we're dealing with a really tiny indie label called Fifty Nine X. We're gonna go down to Atlanta at the end of March and uh, record a new record. Um, really? We've been demoing songs for a while. I mean, I got them this guy. Up, you know? Let me tell that this guy grinds. Yeah. Like I I, I I don't I don't be saying nothing, but I'd be looking on the side. I'm like, <laughs> God damn! I'm like, Mars like. 
You know, he's like a driven dude, man. I keep getting those weird little deals to get, you know, like like our second record, I was able to get us a deal with the small Indiana of Ohio, and we put it out on vinyl. That was awesome. And then once everything started rolling with that, we do a tour. And then the label folded before, like, all the advertising really kicked in. So then, you know, ended up with, like, 200 copies of his thing in a warehouse in Dayton. But we did get rid of the other half, which is good, you know? I, the trunk of my car has... 200 playing dead CDs right now from 2010. So I feel you. That's the good record, man. You got to get that back out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one with like architect and shit. Right? Repress. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, don't give up. That No, I don't, don't. Don't wake don't up. Don't wake up. I, that dude should re record that song like yeah. with all the bells and whistles, man. That song is great. That is a fun yeah. song. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm sure I could figure Maybe it out. Maybe I'll cover that. We'll get fucking butt we'll lying <laughs> in there. Maybe I'll get a hit as a cover of your song. <laughs> Yo, that's not a bad idea. Let's try that. It didn't work for us. Mutt <laughs> lang. Nah. But, uh, so what are you, you're going to go down fucking. Yeah, so hopefully we do a couple of gigs on the way down, track uh, a record there, finish as much as we can, come back up, see what happens. I mean, we picked up a drummer. Everyone's on board, though. Yeah, yeah. Because the... that's the whole thing with the band. It's like you're. You could want to tour and do all these things, but if there's one out of the four that doesn't want to do it, it's going to fuck they've, shit up. They've all been on the road. They're all cool. My guitar player was in a King Diamond cover band that did a lot of touring. So, it's amazing, uh, King right? Nice. Yeah. So what was their name? Did they have like a clever play on I, one I of his like song titles? I can't remember. Was it right Grandma? Now. Well, the photos are. They had. They tried. They, they toured with like a tractor trailer and had like an entire cemetery gate set up, and sh- they'd come to the grammar suit with all this crap. It was insane. Wow. They dressed like Lestat from like the Vampire Diaries or whatever. You know. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, That's they've all. Great. You know, my a new drummer. He's, he just moved here from uh, <laughs> Iowa, so he's like he's like just fresh in New York. He's living in Bed Stuy. He just wants to be in a band, and he's super committed. And he learned like twenty songs and. That's three a weeks, good person to have. You know? If you're moving from the Midwest to fucking Bed Stuy. Yeah. Shout out to Biggie. Yeah. Um, to to be in a band. Like, those are the people that... What did you say, Iowa? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those are the... He was living in Iowa City. He was touring and living out of Iowa City for a few years and kind of just... I think he ended up getting a cameo on Girls or somebody mentioned him and that was he's like, all right, I've gone as far as I can go here and yeah. decided to come if you, here. If you don't get in the Slipknot by then, yeah. you just got to fucking <laughs> leave. Yes. they got like 15 guys <laughs> now. Todd. <laughs> or, or, or you can get into Mushroom Head, Yo, one of the lesser bands. Nice. You know? Wait, so so All real, right, I'll take the Mushroom Head. Real, <laughs> real quick, like my band Playing Dead, we've been that name forever, and there's a, a tribute, a Grateful Dead tribute band with the same fucking stupid name. I think John Mayer's in it, right? Yeah, I, I don't know who's <laughs> So this dude PMs me. Every now and then we get emails and weird offers, and I'm like reading and, and get excited, and I'm like, wait a minute, we're nobodies. Why are they offering this? And it turns out that it's for the other band. Why don't you learn some dead songs and take them up on it? <laughs> because the uh, dead fucking suck. Boom. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan either. So uh, this dude hits me up, and he's like, "Yo, he's like cease and desist." What? No, <laughs> no. He was like, "He's like, yo, which one of you guys was in Slipknot, and what number were you?" And I was just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? The guy from the other playing dead? No, no, no. <laughs> just like a random message. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jerry Garcia was the second basis of Slipknot. <laughs> no, this dude, this dude hits me up and I read that and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I click onto his like profile and he looks like a fucking moron. <laughs> Right, and then I like, hope you wrote like number ten. <laughs> no, and, like, no, made no. Something up. So I'm like reading his shit, and like I see like a tie dye picture and like Grateful Dead shit, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, no, that's not, that's not us. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm like, 
Uh, I'm like, we're not a fucking tribute band. He's like, you're not? And I'm like, are you not reading anything on this Facebook page, you fucking moron? <laughs> so Asking people to read is a pretty big... Uh, but that's, a, that's pretty no bigly of you, dude. Shit. I mean. And who the fuck is in Slipknot in that fucking band? Like, you, you're a moron. That's in the Grateful Dead cover band? That's what he's trying to allude to? It's entirely possible, man. People Slipknot. float around into weird projects. Joey I mean. Jordanson could be, on, you know... Max he Weinstein? Got out. So, yeah. um... Make playing dead covers, but go, going back to yeah. your drummer from Bedsty, yeah, he crushes it, man. He's awesome. Yeah, and and the King Diamond thing, like, did, like that's fucking a big deal because if you're gonna, like, it's not like you're picking like a Ramones tribute band. No, that's technical know. shit. Yeah. yeah, you know, really tough stuff. Some of the, yeah, yeah, especially a, the guitar part. Yeah, Andy Laroque player. is a <laughs> amazing guitar player. They have to get slept on a lot. You know and you're I mean? still writing all the songs so everyone just kind of like brings them to life? Well, other people kick in too. It's good now. It's good that like people, everyone's got like pro tools at home so everyone gets an idea and a lot of times I'll write the guitar, the rhythm guitars and the drums to something and I'll kick it to the guitar player and they'll kick it to the bassist and it'll come back to me and then I'll sing on it. And we've always got like 17 files in the ether going around. I mean, I got, the way here I'm listening, I got like 18 demos that I was listening to to figure out what we're going to do. And That's awesome. Yeah, they're you, not even the top three songs that are definitely going on the record either, you know? Well, next to Don't Wake Up, that cover you guys are doing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, and when I saw you guys got your show canceled, you did something pretty cool, which was you, you started live streaming from your rehearsal spot. Yeah. I love that. That was great. Yeah, you said you were coming by and you didn't. <laughs> well, I, mean, I had to put my pants back on. <laughs> 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 I think maybe because we practice across... Like the parking lot from him. There's a uh, nice bathroom and heat. Oh. <laughs> it's fucking you fucking rich social motherfuckers. It's <laughs> our bathroom. He's got heat, nice. nice bathroom. He's got Amazon Prime, yeah. Netflix, whatever. toilet paper. Fucking rolling in. Yeah, it. but our bathroom doesn't flush unless you hold it down for like two minutes. Yeah, but we have the <laughs> oh, top of Irwan virus in our bathroom. We have the pizza boxes. There's a plunge. There's a note written on a pizza box that says like, if you don't plunge this shit properly, I'm gonna make you drink out of the toilet from the landlord. Wow. <laughs> Our, our sink doesn't work, so no one washes their hands. Well, the water's ice cold anyway, so they don't want it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. Wash your hands before you pee anyway. And it was <laughs> it was better than our, our, our last rehearsal space where... Um, oh, you were on Seabro, right? Yeah. That fucking tenement dump. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, we're friends with the person who used to own it, but... Uh, and listen, rent was very lax there, so sometimes I'm sure we owed them like probably like two years worth of rent. So I always thought that that upper loft was going to collapse. I mean, we were <laughs> up there, and like me and Tom were pretty fat, <laughs> so whenever, whenever we were moving a lot, we felt like we were going <laughs> to. I felt like we were gonna sink down, and then and you. Speaking of bathrooms, uh, there was one time where somebody like shit <laughs> and like smeared it on the wall, <laughs> and then punched it through the wall. Wow! And then like Dave showed dramatic our, effect. Dave sent the picture to our landlord because we thought it was funny. He's like, <laughs> and I'm thinking like, this guy's so angry, but like right now he's driving home and his steering wheel definitely smells like shit. <laughs> like there's no way in hell because the sink was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Wash this fucking hand. Like, how? Why, why were you so mad? Like, maybe he was reading a. There's text. so many cross contamination <laughs> situations with that. Like, punching through a wall of shit and then touching her. <laughs> That's how people get cholera. Like, well, the building has been condemned, but still, like, we were just like, why is this guy so mad that he's punching it and just smearing shit on the wall? <laughs> in a bathroom with no sink. <laughs> Unless he got shit in his hands and then realized there was no sink. So he then <laughs> 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 
There's a whole bunch of scenarios that yeah. could unfolded. That. Whatever it is, it's yeah. like sometimes rehearsal spots are, you know. So if we have the nicer bathroom now, it's because you know in a past life we had a really shitty one. So yeah, we have a terrible bathroom. Half the rooms are empty. There's there's a room where there's just couches where some guy bangs hookers that he doesn't want to bring home. That <laughs> I actually heard. So that's real. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. And the problem was that all the space heaters were in that room, and somebody took them all. Probably DJ took all three because when we when they had no heat, it was freezing. It's probably heating up his symbols so they don't crack or some <laughs> shit. So how how do you guys know that he's banging hookers in there? Because we've seen them. Oh wow, interesting. And wonder, dude, the, while the, you're the, practicing, listen. The, the space is in wine dance. You can kind of tell who's working around there. You know what I mean? It's I'm just not, thinking. It's not hard to pick them I'm out. I'm just thinking fake agent. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That it's like that kind of white couch, yeah, where the dude cream pies like teen yeah. moms, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but it's, you know, there is no job. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite kind of stuff, man. That's when they're like, I'm not on birth control, why'd you do that? My husband's going to beat me. All right. We're getting really off topic here. Yeah. So, so listen, you you guys are going to go down on location which I'm always envious of, of bands that get to do that so how long do you guys uh, are like how long are you going to take to make this record we have to like literally get it done in like well the, the principle all the music has to get done in like four days you know which isn't we're pretty organized we've always been able to go in and knock out two songs in a night pretty easy so with 24 hours a day we should be pretty efficient yeah absolutely you know and then if we don't finish some vocals i might have to fly back i mean whatever or we can session in some stuff from up here i mean it's not a big deal but you know this is no pressure which is good you know how you would write in lyrics because that's like my least favorite thing i will rewrite them 72 times i mean usually I'll, I'll demo out a scratch idea and i'll have the hooks for the chorus but better lines will come you know things will strike me you know yeah, melodies are easy it's just like lyrics like uh, I, I, I do this game too if i'm really stuck like for like an opening line that like i saw that ryan adams does called stacks where you take a reference book like a letter book or an encyclopedia and, and a uh like a like dracula or some fiction novel and you just open up to two random pages and then you peruse for a cool line in one and then connect it to a line in another and you use your experiences to make them make sense together hmm. Wow, that That's explains cool. how he writes so many goddamn songs. So I took yeah. a lot, for one of our new songs, uh, I, I took Cormac McCarthy's The Road, and there was a line, uh, there were a few nights in the dark that I did not envy the dead. I'm like, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. boom, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and, you know, like I said, just, just like us, you know, we, we plug away. Like, uh, I feel like when we play, the people that dig us, dig us. You know, we we're, oh, yeah. we're pretty lazy about getting stuff out there, but I think the passion of still making music, like it's never gone away. So I I love that. So I just got something in me I gotta get out. You know, it's like it's even if I'm I even when I wasn't in the band, I was still playing acoustically. You know, like I was opening shows. You were opening shows. Band, yeah. I remember. Yeah. That remember. was fun too because all I had to do was bring in a guitar and I can get as wasted as I fucking wanted because I didn't care. Like I was the not fun guy on the road. I had to collect the money. I had to chase promoters down the fucking street. And you have to you sing. Know? Like, yeah, you have to and, save your voice. And I'm not only like, singing, but I'm watching everybody in the room. Like, oh, why aren't these people? Uh, why are these people going to the bathroom during this song? Maybe we should change our set. Like all this shit's going through my mind to make sure we get people engaged because every T-shirt we sell gets us to the next spot. You know, like we were pretty efficient towards the end with getting enough money and never coming home in the red. We always made money, which was good. But, you know, I had to maintain sobriety, and that's why I needed to go on my spirit quest and be wasted and party because I didn't have as much fun. The one time I did get wasted, I almost got my penis severed in a cornfield. You know? <laughs> All right, well, now mm -hmm. you got to tell us about that. 
uh, Quincy, Illinois. I didn't drink, and after the gig, uh, we picked up a case and we were driving to Indiana. And it's a in Illinois, the law is if even the guy in the back seat's drinking a beer, everyone in the car gets like a DUI, even if the driver's sober. So we would pound beers and chuck them out the window as fast as fucking possible as we're driving through the corn. And rather than stop, I was going to take a piss out the window. And this was like a conversion van that has like the side door that closes in, you know. I see where move. Yeah. I see where we're going. It's a tough move. So as I was peeing it out, and I feel bad for my old basis because I think like, it was like, kind of sprinkling and it was going up in like an arc, you know, <laughs> out. question. That move didn't work. <laughs> but as soon as I finished up, I zipped up and then shunk the window just closed man oh, i remember like oh, my wow. penis would have been severed queens of the stone age songs for the deaf was blasting we would have been looking oh. for it i probably would have oh. bled to death from shock and it would have been bad you know yeah. i mean at least but you're, i wow. got it in one second beforehand so at it didn't happen crap. at least your dick is like a lasso it must be if you're like swinging it out like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know? At least she got that going. It was very warm in the van with all the dudes, and you know we were were close to each other drinking beers. You would never be able to listen to songs for the deaf again, (laughs) ever. Like that's the song I lost my penis. I would have committed suicide by this point anyway. If that was the case, (laughs) yeah. Are you kidding me? No dick. I'm not gonna be fucking Lord Varus for the rest of my life. (laughs) All right. Thank you for telling us that penis story. Definitely. (laughs) I don't think we've ever had anyone. I don't think. Has your dick ever gotten almost cut off? I, I don't think any of us could. No, no. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I told somebody else that story, and they were like, dude, there's a movie where that happens. 1114. <laughs> right up there. <laughs> Get out of here. Take it on your way out. No, no. I, I found the scene on YouTube from it. No. Uh, it, was, it was a similar situation, but we didn't crash the car. No. You know. That was a pretty good movie. I've never seen that. Yeah. You could borrow it. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the number section because it's technically before A. I wow. don't even have Uh-oh. a DVD player anymore. Really? Yeah. Nothing. I just, no. Well, your computer, right? I mean, but still, it's it's not by design. Like I feel like one day I should buy one again, but yeah. when we moved, we just never bought another one. I have a Blu-ray player, and the remote battery died, and I just haven't gotten a new battery for the remote, so I haven't watched anything in like two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's so many other ways, you know, I guess. I'm, I'm yeah, I guess I'm just in that stream. I'm in that stream. <laughs> you know, speaking of stream, You're swimming in that stream. Right? No. <laughs> speaking of Brian's stream, <laughs> so no, no one's gonna sever me. So, uh, but I know Parker had some shit. You he should always to carry like a big Poland spring bottle like this, an empty one. Yeah, I would. I always used Gatorade. Yeah, we do. Well, Gatorade's great because it's got the wide mouth. Yeah, we, uh, just happen. I need not the to wide mouth. Yeah. yeah, for the Irish in you. you know? That's what I need to. I can't. I've I never. Know pissed in anything like that i've used a really? snapple bottle out of desperation you've been on a long car ride and can get in a little bathroom yes all right um coincidentally on our last trip so like when i was in arizona um obviously i don't know the i don't know you know like if we're driving a long way here i know where the bathrooms are i'm like all right stop at exit 43 stop at exit whatever so we're driving from uh you know close to wherever the hell we were we were like by <coughs> phoenix and we were going to like tucson and uh, I drank a shitload of fucking espresso, a lot of water, and all this other shit. So I'm like, all right, I'm holding it in, and that was like the last time. And and it took forever to find a bathroom. To like, I thought I was gonna like dent the toilet bowl. <laughs> like, I thought that shit was gonna shoot like a fucking like like a gun, 
you know, and uh, never again. I'm talking like you're stuck on the Cross Bronx or the BQE, and there no. ain't nowhere you're getting off. To I've take opened a the piss. door and just peed out. Of yes, it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. At that point, like I'll I'll take my fucking dick and I'll fucking piss anywhere. I know what's going on Instagram. I don't care. It has <laughs> Bearded lunatic on bridge, you know. But like having to shit on the BQE, like that's a little yeah, rough. That's hell. You uh, you know the Growl Brothers, right? Yeah, of course. Ancient Tongue. We were they were in a band, Magnetic North. We yep. were on tour with them. And we were, uh, I don't know where the hell we were, but I can't remember if it was Kenny or Freddie, but one of them had the crap so bad and there was nowhere to do it. I don't know if we were like on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge or something like terrible like that, you know? We were trying to get him just to shit in the cooler. And he's like, like, just do it. And he's like, no, I can't, bro. I can't shit in the cooler, guy. I, I can't do that right now, you know? And we're all like, shit, shit. Did you guys- <laughs> I mean, I would imagine you guys were going to throw it out, right? It wasn't. Oh, like- you were going to throw it wherever. We'd kick it out of the side. It was a bus, so we could just open the bus door and just launch anything out, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> But, but he was trying coolest. so hard to do the honorable thing and make it to like a truck stop or a diner. <laughs> and it's it's turtling out of my head right now. I can't know what to do. <laughs> it's like shit in the cooler. <laughs> it's the last day. No one cares. You know. Yeah, I'm. We're sure. out of a Fedro. We can't keep it cold so, anymore. So so he didn't shit in the cooler. No, he fi- he held it. He held it. Wow, man. That's- my favorite was the ice chest. Remember that? The ice chest for Rob Link's bachelor party. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, we were. Uh, he, he, you piss on the ice machine. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Did he? The they, gave, they gave oh. one of those shitty freaking cards where you can't get back. We were in so tanked, and we were running <laughs> oh. through the hallway at like three in the like three in the morning or whatever. And I was just like, this fucking card is not working. <laughs> so I opened room. up like the communal, you know, everybody uses, and I just fucking. <laughs> Wow. I think Ozzy did that. Oh. I'll tell the ultimate worst story. <laughs> that but, is pretty bad. No. That was that was funny because Greg funny. had the other key and we're calling him and he's like on a on a roll at the Tropicana at the crap table like you gotta come here and let us in because Parker's got to piss. Then I like I found a receipt in my pocket and I put it on the room key and I got us in. And then he showed up and he was mad. But uh, <laughs> but I was I was in I was with my friend Buckman and we were up in Toronto one time and I had to crap so bad. And he's in the bathroom forever. I've been up for 24 hours. I'm like out of my mind. So I just sat in between the two beds and I took the ice bucket and I just crapped into it like crazy. And then I, I took the, and then I took the Bible out of the fucking, out of the drawer and I used that right. So now and it stinks. It's like terrible. So now I'm like, all right, I got to I got to take this to the ice machine and leave it and get another bucket. You know, so it's like so much disgusting shit. So I get. And the ice bucket's not on the... It wasn't, like, on our floor. It was, like, a cheap little boutique motel. So I don't remember if it was up or down, whatever. So I take this bucket of shit, and I get in the elevator. And I go up or down one floor. And the door opens, and, like, three dudes from the Nation of Islam get in. And they're all, like, surrounding me. And I'm just sitting there clanging this bucket of shit to my chest. (laughs) Nobody says anything to me. I'm like... So disgusting. So you wiped your ass with the Bible and then offended... The nation of Islam with your stink. Wow. And I just got out and I like put it. Like, you know, Shout like, out to housekeeping. <laughs> I know. That profession, yo. Shit. The bucket of shit. That's what they got to do. <laughs> the Come bucket of now. shit that was wedged between the fucking ice machine and then the side of the wall was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You have this fucking guy pissing <laughs> in the fucking ice machine and this other guy shitting. <laughs> that's why we were roommates they, at a, that's at a bachelor like, party. That's just like Tuesday today. That was a you good bachelor party. 
Uh, wow. On Wednesday, there'll be somebody else doing some other body fluids uh, somewhere else in that hotel. Never, yeah, we, never has anyone earned seven seventy-five an hour so <laughs> hard. Every penny. Yeah, yeah, I probably violated an international treaty with Canada. <laughs> I'm just picturing that's an like, act of war. I'm picturing how funny it is to like walk in and like usually you're in an elevator and you're like I think somebody farted. But as soon as you walk somebody in, shit in they're probably thinking, I think that white guy shit. Christ at a cow shit. I mean, look, <laughs> because fish I, for dinner last night. Because I look like a fucking insane person, at least it, it must have seemed normal, you know? Like this guy's crazy. Of course it's a fucking shit. Dude, with the beard, all you need to do is like start talking to yourself. You're talking to yourself with the beard and a bucket full of shit in your hand. I didn't have the beard then. I think I was wearing a suit too. I mean, <laughs> rocking back and forth but with your they, own. they probably went in, in the elevator, smelled it, didn't say a word. And then when they left, they were probably like, that guy smells like he shit in that bucket, thinking there's no way in hell. He defecated in that Ephesus, I must believe. (laughs) Thinking it's an exaggeration, but in all reality, it wasn't even an exaggeration. He literally did shit in that bucket he was holding to his chest. White devil. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, listen, that brings us to uh, whatever uh, Parker's got some shit he wants to say, so. Man, I don't know if I could follow up after that. You can't. All right, here we go. Extinction AD, new song is up in the wake of Uprising. Um, they're actually playing Long Island. They're having their uh, Cedar release at AMH with Carcosa in March. You're going to be there, right? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about hitting that. <laughs> that, that. That one I will. Cause I it's, clicked it, interested. It's on a Saturday, and that. it's right down the block, so I'll go to that. I feel like I, every show I've ever been to has Carcosa opening on yeah. Long Island. <laughs> Here... Uh, I'm going to. Uh, I was going to go to DJ Muggs and mm-hmm. Mayhem Loren at Highline, but just because you know I enjoy Rick's band so much, he's oh, a yeah. former guest, and his band's really goddamn good. That I'm going to. I don't know. I think it's important. It's his record release, yeah. and it's a big deal. And I know that when we had him on, I think they were still making a record, but they were unsure yeah. as to who was putting it out. That so was a th- fun episode. Man. <laughs> yeah. A lot so of like, laughs. good guy. Almost yeah. a year later, you know, he's got this record release, and they're they've got some cool tours, and they're they're really grinding. So, um, for him, I'm gonna say DJ Muggs and Mayhem Loren. Mm-hmm. You guys are just gonna have to wait for my presence. Nice. nice. And uh, this band, Kings of the Ring, is actually on it too. And They're me and awesome. me and him being like the only two <laughs> wrestling fans left, they actually play like wrestling like theme songs. They're so good. They wear chainmail and shit. Yeah, <laughs> so I've never seen it. I heard That's that it's awesome. amazing. You gotta see them twice. They're great. Yeah, I've I've heard that it's amazing. This live, song so. is called Chief J Strongbow. I <laughs> uh, love it. Love it. Uh, our buddy Dan Tarrant inked up merch. He just did a. Uh, he, speaking of uh, Friday Thirteenth, he just did a, uh, a man behind the mask beanie from Part Six. So half of it is uh, you know Alice Cooper, half of it is uh, hockey mask, which is pretty cool. Nice. And Friday the Thirteenth Part Six at the moment is getting its ass kicked by aliens in the 1986 brackets. Oof. <laughs> aliens, aliens. Movie. aliens is great. Yeah. It's a great movie. But I love the franchise. We yeah. should talk about some of those brackets. Though. No, we're, we're, we're going to. Yeah. answers on there. No, no, we're going to, too. That's what we're going to do next. So. Yeah. Our buddy uh, Jeff Fab, Black Label, playing New York City, January 31st, PlayStation. New album's out today. New album's out today. Hits. You'll see Langan at that show. Yep, Friggin I got my stage potato. There you go. Secured. Yeah, yeah, if you see anybody on stage blocking everyone for moving things. That's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, I always get it because I obey the rules. There you go. Stay out of the way. Don't really talk unless someone talks to you. Be quiet. Be respectful. And that's why I'm always don't shit in the potato. bucket. Don't yeah. shit in the bucket. <laughs> Whatever you got to he, do. Don't shit in the tour bus. Yeah. For sure. Oof, yeah. Real quick for, for Dan Turk, because he told me he said that he's going to be at Monster Mania. Yep. 
nice. in March, featuring headliner John Carpenter. And if you want to mention any screen printing or embroidery needs, go to inkedupmerch.com. Yada, yada. Nice. So go support our boy. Uh, Scott. Zombic. There we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> he was on C-SPAN, and he was speaking about uh, neutrality link, and there's uh, actually on a Facebook, and you could post that as well. From Long Island Hardcore to, to the I'm Senate I'm so proud floor. of that, dude, yeah. man. He is fucking killing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool thing, Tom J. Flynn, who we had on, he was actually working with Suffocation, and uh, he posted that, so they didn't say uh, you know, what song it's going to be for, when it's coming out. But but that, Tom Tom was the video director that we had on. Yeah, and yes. that was awesome just to see the two of them working together. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so yeah. so that's does, it. He does good work. A couple updates. Definitely. I told him to shout, a, shout us out when he, when he gets to the VMAs. No doubt. You know, he's going to be on the red carpet and mm-hmm. uh, being interviewed by Kennedy and John Sencio. Nice. <laughs> Kennedy. What year is it? <laughs> what year is it? Jesse might make an appearance. <laughs> John Sensei Sencio. Remember that fucking the, guy? Uh, yeah, the sense man. I met that Jesse guy. Black Label, when they played that food truck festival that you didn't oh. go to me with. Oh, he resurfaced. He got thrown out of the I was like, is that that hotel? motherfucker from MTV? Shit, all gangly fucking walking around. He got thrown out of where? There was a... When the Standard Hotel first opened a couple of years ago, there was a rooftop party, and you got thrown out for pissing off the roof. I believe it. Because oh. Pennellary worked there. That's he was wearing a bathrobe. There was no ice machine. A woman's bathrobe. Come on, man. When that guy was famous, <laughs> there, there, up, was a, there was a plot going around at East Meadow High, because they were having like the, the second year of the selected uh, VJ. So everyone was gonna who was in on this was going to like go in and pretend to like try out and then jump Jesse Camp on TV. That was like a plot that was like really going to be hatched, but it didn't end up happening. That dude was bro- like born in the wrong decade. Imagine he, being he hated. Been that hanging much. out with the dolls or something. Yeah, you know? he just. I mean, he hung out a different at, uh, era. Cone Allen High. There were dudes like the Degeneration was awesome. They were repping that, but they were like the real deal. I don't know. I don't know what Jesse Camp's deal was. I yeah. can't speak to yeah. it. You know. No one can. He was basically at, at right at like that turning point, like where the old met the new. Yes. So and uh, him and and that other fat dude, Dave or whatever they they want <laughs> that like shit who wants was so to be a VJ. funny because that guy was so Dave Holmes. clearly Dave qualified Holmes, yeah. to be on the air. Yeah, you know he was so like probably like I can't fucking believe I'm losing <laughs> this guy. He was like born to be like a voice on a on a show. You know what I mean? He had all the fucking. Well, he's had a career since. Yeah. So he no, he's, he's done well for himself. But yeah. you have to like look to your right, like holy shit. Yeah. This guy's gonna beat me. Yeah, well, you know what? That's the the power of letting fucking idiots vote. Well, <laughs> so, remember the Howard yeah. Stern Sanjaya fucking thing? Yeah. Three years ago. yeah. That never, what does it say? <laughs> never un- underestimate the stupidity of people in large numbers. Yeah. So, and, True and words to this day, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't learn no lesson anytime yeah. soon. No. <laughs> to Why this start day. now? <laughs> so, um, all right. Mm-hmm. So, you got your updates and yeah. all that other shit. Um, I want to bring up a movie that I thought was really good. Also, that didn't make my top five. Um, did anyone watch Itanya? I'm not no. going to support not that, yet. dude. She's the fucking O.J. Simpson of fucking ice hockey, and <laughs> I just can't get ice behind hockey. that shit, dude. Ice ice hockey, whatever. <laughs> Figure skating, whatever she does, I don't care. I don't. I, that's how little I know about her. I'm, I'm Team Nancy Kerrigan on this one. I'm just not going to get. And also, why? <laughs> why does? Tanya Harding get to be portrayed by Margot Robbie. They should have fucking reanimated Dana Plato's corpse to play her. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Dana, Dana Plato's corpse <laughs> definitely could have played that fucking role. It's a good I, band name. <laughs> I was watching totally. I was watching uh the movie uh and I turned to my girlfriend and I was like, "Margot Robbie." I'm like, uh, Tanya Harding was 
disgusting. She looked like she worked like the fucking day shift at Carvel. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and we're staying up to the machete robber. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they still got a movie to make, and no one wants to look at someone that looks like Tanya looks like, Harding for an hour and a half. She looks so like she's got a drawer why. full of, like, scrunchies. <laughs> no, listen, I'm not shaming any lady's looks, but, dude, Tanya Harding is a disreputable, despicable... <laughs> Blight on American athletics, and I just don't think she should be profiting from a biopic that that tries to put her in some kind of positive light. You know, so here's the thing: like, I could watch, I I could separate. I can't separate because I'm just a Neanderthal. (laughs) I don't care. Like to me, like I, you know, I could watch Jeepers Creepers three and not care. Right. I'm just, you know, I'm soulless. I've been thinking about that point though too. Like all this stuff coming out about people you like and, and and directors and whatever. Can you separate? the work from who they are, what they've done, you know what I mean? Unless like, you fucking, like, rape, like, because rape is horrible. Rape is, like, yeah. <laughs> rape is, like, the worst. And like, rape, that's I think rape is worse than murder. Yeah, but yeah. I like the Ninth Gate as much as I hate Roman Polanski. It's not fair. I understand, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, and he um, raped, like, 12-year-olds. He should be fucking castrated and dumped in a fucking French prison yeah well and then I, it again I, I haven't watched <laughs> any stump. of those which is good um but like the nancy kerrigan and tanya harding thing i don't i don't care like to me it's like yeah you know what she caught a beating and so be it like that's just the way it is it's 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 uh a tragic thing but like every now and then you know she got clubbed in legs so you know it's not like she got murdered it's not like she you know she just caught a yeah, beating but everyone taking catches a beating a lead pipe to your shin you're not a muay thai fighter you know what that's going to feel like <clears throat> i'm not saying it's good or bad <laughs> i'm just saying on the scale of bad things i'm going to throw it like over here somewhere next to like you know like uh, a purple nurple <laughs> you know so, I think it's a little higher than a purple nerve. Right, well, scale. I'm just saying, like a couple of notches up, you know, like Indian it's at least an burn. Indian burn. In- I, <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, I, okay. Going back to the movie, yeah. I can't believe this movie was even made because the subject matter is so stupid, and I can give two shits about. And I lived, we all lived through it, right? You know, I, it just it was a story that I didn't give a shit about, <laughs> and then I started watching the movie, and the movie is Scorsese Jr. Really? It's Scorsese Jr. The soundtrack. The it's almost like a mob movie with uh, something and just the characters and the way it's directed. I thought it was so good. I was like, let me put it on for five minutes, and then I just kept watching it, and it, it was great. And the performances, yeah. was now good, it, right. The, it, uh, oh yeah, Alison Janney. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, she was. So, it took me thirty minutes to figure out it was her. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's a story that I just didn't give a shit about um, until I watched it, and through the magic of movie making. And how strong, like, you're making a movie and you're making me care about a story that happened, but it's just, it was done so well mm-hmm. that it, it just, I, I was just drawn. And I just sat there and my girlfriend and myself, we watched it. Um, you know, it's weird that she, I think she was at like the Golden Globes, right? Tanya, Tanya Harding? Harding? Was really? she? Yeah. I didn't say. Well, according to the movie, she said she had nothing to do with it. So I, I don't really know the end result. I know that, uh, she didn't know that her fiance Galuli was planning this freaking hack attack. Like, yeah, she did it a time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like she got clubbed in the shin. Like you know, it's just it. Every now and then, somebody catches a beating, and that's it. You know, nothing bad. Like you know, like I don't want to get clubbed in there, but fuck it. Kerrigan got some cash for it. I'm sure, right? Nah. If it's like a young girl, got like it. in the prime of her career, who got a. I mean, that's that's like going yeah. into like a like a like a. Like a 
Imagine if your kid is in a beauty pageant and the neighbor's kid comes and punches your kid in the face. Well, I that's mean, the like, problem. I won't. I wouldn't have kids for that reason. Just so but weird. like a lot of shitty stuff. Your god kid. You whatever. Know what I mean, so they make movies about him. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and and like I said, it's just. It's, uh, I, I'm sure if Nancy was in front of me, I would feel terrible and I would probably mm-hmm. backtrack everything that I just said. But uh, in the grand scheme of, of tragedies and shitty things that have happened, um, I'm not going to not watch this movie. You know, like you said, Roman Polanski, like <laughs> butt rape 13 year old. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think uh, I'll throw him on that list of like, you know, stay away from this girl, like, may or may not have known what was going on. So that's all. There you go. That's all I got to say. But what's next? A <laughs> biopic about Coach Paterno that becomes a romantic comedy? <laughs> like, where do you draw the line now? That there will that be some Penn cool. State movie besides the documentary. Well, I mean, there, about, it'll happen. How about the sure. story of those 13 kids? They got chained. That's Who didn't, look at that too. guy's fucking hair. How did the they not hair. see that shit coming? It was like I, Brian no, Jones. Seriously. I told Brian Jones. Brian Jones. <laughs> he looks yeah. like Randy Quaid from Kingpin. <laughs> Well, that's the Brian Jones haircut before his pool man killed him. That's exactly what he's got. Wow. Yeah, he does look like <laughs> Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. You know, but and and the the fascinating part about that, um, I mean, that's just crazy. Like how they kept thirteen kids in line. Like to me, like my parents tell me to do anything, I'm like, suck my dick. What are you out of your mind? Um, they all the only thing they were allowed to do is write. They were allowed to shower one time a year. I know. How did no one smell those kids? There's thirteen of them. Well, they were chained up, so they didn't go out. No, but still, I saw them fucking partying with like Elvis. Like those kids must have stunk to shit. <laughs> you know? well, they probably got their shower. That that was their shower. <laughs> that, was it. that you know. So they got married. Okay. Well, maybe they got like the Pulp Fiction shower in the backyard with the hose a couple of days a week too, though. You that is you true. Know. But counts. the only thing they were allowed to do is write in journals. Mm-hmm. And those journals were taken by the authorities. Oh, and they oh said there was like a hundred. <laughs> right? How insane. That's brutal. Just like that. What, what was that? Um, um, Those brothers that were locked Menendez. up. Menendez. No, no. The ones that were locked up and they started making their own movies. The Wolf Pack or something. Oh, uh, I heard about that. They're like some Indian kids who were like, think... they made a movie and like yeah. they were in like a Lower East Side dungeon or something. Yes. And they weren't allowed to go out, so they started making these movies. Um, you know, like I guess they were allowed to watch like Pulp Fiction and all these other things, and that's all they knew. They were never allowed to go out mm. until one of them like snuck out and shit. So you never right. you drive down the street, you don't know what's going on, man. You like you see some street dude could have like some forced labor, sex slave. You yeah. know, guy's got an oil drum with a dead chick in it. Like who knows? You know, <laughs> Joe Hess is. Truck found one of those one day. Oh, I thought you could say Joe Hess. <laughs> That's what I thought he was going. I was like, oh Joe my Hess God. is crazy. Yeah, I'm <laughs> rambling. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to say anything. But it's thirteen seven is better than six. I, I don't know. I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Yeah, like I drove into that lady's fucking like drive. You like <laughs> fucking driveway, and she was just like probably hiding the body. Yeah, <laughs> making like, a quilt out of someone's skin. You know. So real quick, uh, before we get into our top five and like tournament talk. Uh, I wanted to bring up some records that came out 30 years ago because I think that's pretty cool. Like 1988 was like I think the year that I f- I first started really kind of like getting into music. You know, like I remember Genovese had cassettes and like you know I, I got like <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Yo, Selden Genovese Hell was yeah. popping like <laughs> crack that shit and run. <laughs> <laughs> the cassette was in like that giant yeah, yeah, thing with like yeah. a truss but. rod, like <laughs> <laughs> hang lights from that shit. <laughs> Right, so like I remember going in there and buying like Tone Loke, Loked After After Dark, and uh, Def Leppard Hysteria. Oh, I love it. So, um, NWA. But, 
Yeah. All, they all had to stuff. switch those plastic holders because I worked in a record store because the cardboard was too easy to rip. Remember when it was just a long piece of cardboard? Yeah. It was a waste of paper, but you could just rip it and stick it in your pocket. No, that Not that I ever did that shit. Plastic. Like, <laughs> you'd have to melt it. Um, so 30 years ago... Uh, I picked like a whole bunch of metal records because I figure those are the fun ones to talk about. Metallica's Injustice for All. Mm. Arguably the best Metallica record. Yes. The one guy freaked me out when I was a kid. Like just pretending to have like no arms. Although the no video way. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, trying to get your gun, yeah, I mean. But we yeah. call him the one guy. Yeah, the yeah. one guy. <laughs> Old Fimblehead. <laughs> Do you think that's the best Metallica record? No. What is? Lulu? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a technically Metallica record, man. I mean, right. that's just a... A Say rock opera based on All right, don't get racist. Relax. Sick <laughs> <Say> anger. <yeah. laughs> what is the best Metallica record? Uh, I got to go with Master. Okay. Well, totally agree. Poser. <laughs> it's the truth. It's, I'm sorry. It was Reload. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the jury's right. still out. Um, Iron Maiden, Seventh Son of the Seventh Son, which, oddly enough, is my favorite Iron Maiden record. Wow. So Wicker what, Man, right? That's on there. No, no, no. That's, a, on that's there? the last album in there is that I really really was into all the older fans call me a poser for liking that one the most oh, like the people that, you know what it is it, yeah because they're older and another album came out when they were that age and yeah. that's the best one well because to them like anything after power slave is like ridiculous <laughs> power slave is the pinnacle for me because yeah. uh that whole live after death and that tour that was huge but um the seventh son is the last really good record from in my opinion that they uh, did. can i play with madness obviously is yeah, like a very so, pop metal sure. song but it had evil that men do Love that song. and the prophecy yep. um the clairvoyant yeah mm-hmm. so um and then guns and roses lies wow really you like that I mean, for what it is. I mean, I still love the live like a suicide part. I love reckless life and move to the city. Sure. I like the four. The greatest intro to a song of all time. This is a song about your fucking mother, and they yeah. kick off fucking mommakin. That's fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I used to love her. Is all right, you know. I don't. I don't necessarily love your. I mean, obviously, I. You know, time hasn't been kind to one in a million. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. There's imagine, no. It's indefensible. That shit come I out. mean, oh, it's, it's indefensible. But you know, I get his if point that happened of view. Right now, yo, he'd be strung up like he'd be on Twitter <laughs> for the next two weeks, apologizing to everyone. Oh that it doesn't matter. There's a black Jewish guitarist. You can't have that shit. No, yeah. you know, like shout out that to is Saul a good, Hudson. Yeah. It's too bad too because that song musically is really good. Love it. I love I, the melody. I like. I like the whole thing. I think, except that. But part. at the time, if you go back to it, you watch. They, they played it at CBGB's when it, for the record release, and everybody was cracking up and laughing. Like you know what I mean. But thirty years later, it's a different climate. You know, like I think it's definitely one of those things that you know you're. I don't know. You definitely do cringe a little bit um, now. Like back then, when I was twelve or whatever, listening to it, I was just like, oh, it was just the most shocking thing you could do at the yeah. time. That wasn't NWA, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, or Jane's Addiction, just because it was so shocking, because it was so weird. People <laughs> change. Yeah. People get older, and people think to themselves like, oh, well, that was weird. Why would I say that? Yeah, of course. So yeah. like enough time, like when if I was in his shoes, like I don't know what I would have said. I would have said a lot of things. I I've, I would have been in so much goddamn trouble because think about I, I it too care. like like S O D speak English speak or English die yeah. I mean that same thing screwdriver's still out there man yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think Billy Milano has really changed probably yeah. I'm just guessing yeah but uh, M O D that they had some no, fucking sure. really I, fucked up lyrics man yeah I'm sure Axel has evolved from that point I yeah mean, you know. well because they he tweeted 
Trump about something, and then everyone's like, oh, what about your fucking one in a million lyrics? And it's like, yeah, those lyrics were like 30 years ago, and at yeah. that point, know your enemy and re- recognize who your your, your friends are in, 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 in a fight. It's like, you know, 30 years have gone, and if he's making a point, then fucking stop cannibalizing yourself. Interesting, though. That's the only song where it's like the racist defense is a song. You say a bunch of racist shit, and they go, well, but I'm not a racist. Like the last line, radicals and racists don't point your finger at me. Yeah. After he just said all this other crap. Yeah. I mean, the fact that that's the thing that everyone's racist uncle says committed to a song is an interesting, mm-hmm. I guess, piece of history. I don't I don't know. Like, I, listen, when else has anybody I, else I, ever done that? You I know? just read, um, I've read Stephen Adler's bio. It's I great. just read uh, <laughs> Slashes. And I was wait. I thought he might say something about that because obviously it's probably so. I think he glanced over it. Yeah, I don't remember it in the book. Like I thought he'd address that more. I feel on, like, like it's. I, I would think it would bother something. him. I'm feel, talking about just in the book. He might have said something yeah. that I didn't get to it. But. I feel like it's probably so insignificant <laughs> to them. Like they probably yeah. don't even think about it. They probably tracked that wasted in five seconds, and then all of a sudden it was out. And by the time it got, they forgot they even did it. You know, yeah. have you totally ever heard the sides that were taken yeah. off of Lies? There's a song called Corn Shucker. That's even way worse. That at least you know. So I guess one or a million covers the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> they covered that Charles Manson song too. You know. Well, that was the spaghetti incident. Right. Uh, but mm, polarizing. And 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 the funny thing, once again, I have a very love hate thing about. I love Guns N' Roses, but. The thing that annoys me are the people that don't really listen to music that love them. And I'm thinking, like, in the grand scheme of things, they made one amazing record 30 years ago. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> But it's that good. 28 it's, million it, still. Still the best top first three leadoff songs on a record to this day. Yeah, like, even if it's just that one record. That, that record's so special. <laughs> just like the Sex Pistols, you know? Never mind the bollocks was such an yeah, epic Swindle record. A piece of garbage. They could just, yeah, they could just. That was it. That's yeah. all you need. If you're one of those rare instances, I just and wish it's that, really rare. I wish you know? that it was like more music fans, because I'm thinking of people in particular, and I'm thinking like you don't even like music. You just think Guns and Roses, is cool, and they made one record. Like you're telling me in 30 fucking years you haven't heard another album. It's like the people that think Nevermind is like the best album ever. Like no, yeah. relax. So, uh, I agree. An- what is the best album ever? It doesn't exist. If you're a music fan, you could never answer that. This is a mercy floodland. For me, I think the T-shirt was cooler than that record. The one that Simon Pegg's running around in. (laughs) Um, Anthrax, State of Euphoria. They're probably never worse. Anthrax fan. Anthrax. um, Besides, uh, I'm more of a John Bush Anthrax guy. If I'm gonna, Uh, if I'm gonna get into it. Sorry. What did you say? I'm more. I don't like Belladonna. It's just not my. Oh name. no, I'm a Bush guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not that I don't like. It's not that I don't yeah. like it, but it's. it's I like enjoyed. I love Bowie White Noise, better. man. Yeah, White was, Noise all the way. I yeah. love Armored Saint, and I love him there. Yeah. And you, I just don't. It don't work with. It, you know, I just. I guess I'm. Obviously, I'm older too. So when I got into Anthrax, like Belladonna was there. in my wheelhouse. <laughs> totally. I got one foot in the grave. <laughs> Do you have, I think the best record of 88 is Nothing Shocking from Jane's Addiction. Fuck, that's got to be on yes. there. That's a little too obvious. I left that out. Really? Ooh. But it's so good. So that, good. that is the best Jane's Addiction record. I still it's listen no to it all the time question. when I work out, and it's like I ride my bike, and it's still up. The, it's still so good. Like I, it's, I remember hearing um, that when the video from Mountain Song. Actually, I had that Soul Kiss, that VHS, and seeing the video from Mountain Song, and it was like unlike anything I've anything. ever seen in this 
fucking world. Listening man. to like, what is this summertime rolls yeah. like blasting in headphones? You're like it still kills. Fuck yeah! And I love natural born killers using uh, Ted just admit it. Yeah, like that. Was There's a- no filler on that record. Oh no! Every cut is fucking great. Yeah, no, know? that's the best Shane's addiction record. So. Yeah. Ask anyone. Uh, Slayer <laughs> South of Heaven. Good one. Love it. All right. I Big think- change for them. Well, I think yeah. that I think Rain and Blood. That was that. actually the first Slayer album that I think I bought. Well, it's like after you do Rain and Blood, like all right, yeah, we can't go any faster than this. Got that at Coconuts. <laughs> Let's try go in another direction, and it worked. And, yeah. I, yeah. and I think they perfected that move with Seasons in the Abyss. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best record. Seasons in the Abyss hit at the exact right moment too, just in time for Beavis and Butthead to pick it up and hmm. propel them to the next <laughs> level. Everything from War Ensemble to the title track, yeah. perfect, and everything in between. It showed them at at their almost like Injustice for All, where it showed Metallica at their fastest. It's and the slowest. most intricate writing yeah. they ever. Best did. writing. You know Dead I mean? Skin Mask is better than anything on Injustice so good. for All. That might be the next poll. Mm. I have Damn. to wait for that one. So. Skin mask we can get like the, the one guy versus the little girl speaking <laughs> in that song. Like, like another tournament. Uh, what else came out? Queensryche, Operation Mindcrime. Oh, good one. Classic. Uh, Rock and Fell with the Chains on the drum set. Love it. King Diamonds Them came out. Big record for trench coats and katanas. <laughs> <laughs> Poisons open up and say ah. Oh. Yeah. Has his thorn, dude. Fallen Angel, still one of the best songs Fallen of all time. A- Listen, come on. Let me Ugh. tell you how big Fallen Angel is. That that was my favorite. <laughs> when she kicks the guy in the balls in the video, I and, love that you're pointing uh, your yeah. finger. Let me tell you. So uh, excited you, about that fucking. When song. you were talking about your drummer from the middle, from the Middle East, from wherever the fuck you came from, <laughs> might as well have been. It was what fucking Iowa, the mid, know? the Midwest. When you were talking about him going to bed, Sty, the only thing I pictured to myself was that bus letting that girl out and fallen angel. <laughs> Fucking weird. He wasn't wearing a white denim half-cut shirt, though. <laughs> well, I'm just, I hope not in bed, Sty, so. And then the last thing I'll mention is the Danzig self-titled record turns 30 today. Wow. She Rides. She Rides is the best song oh, on yeah. the record. It's the best song that The Doors never wrote. <laughs> and it's, I, I can't think of anyone else doing goth blues. You know, and I hate the blues. I, the That's blues progression record. makes me want to kill myself. Am I Demon? Big fan of that. Oh, yeah. The only song I don't really love on that is the Hunter, the cover. Okay. You know I mean, dude, you should check out a band named Kaleo. If you don't like the blues, I don't like. They the might blues. win you over, man. I don't like the blues, but I do like. Uh, it's speaking of like goth blues, like Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. That new record is awesome. That so came out last good. week. How good were is you, that? You went to the show the Paramount that only yes. three people were at. Yeah, you were there with me, Milan. Yeah, you and, yeah, no, it was that sick. band. Constant Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, The Ravenettes, and The Thermals oh, the are three bands that constantly put out albums that the people that love them love, but I feel like no one else cares. But they in this last record, man, those singles I question a fa- like they have some goddamn great songs on that. I feel band. like after a year where I'm disappointed in every album that came out, like I did not like the new Killers, I didn't like the National. I love them, and I just couldn't get into the record. Couldn't get into the that Queens record. of Stone Age was good. But it wasn't phenomenal. The Foo Fighters was all right. I don't know something like major, and even like smaller stuff from lesser bands. Nothing like was spoke to me. Finally, something came out that was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, I they were dropping those singles, and I mentioned it on our last episode. You know, last season, season one, <laughs> <laughs> episode twenty-five, with Michael Malamo and his boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and I was talking about how great those fucking singles are, man. It's they are a dark gothic blues band, a three piece, and they're fantastic. Yeah. I like this. It sounds great. The tone, even the the couple of songs that have the bass in it, the yeah. tone of that bass exactly because they they go from two guitar and drums to a bass. Like you know, they switch it up yeah. some. Um, all right, so we. You know, as usual, we uh, sometimes we we do that uh, brackets thing, and it's fun because I think it keeps our Facebook group lively, Red River Podcast Facebook group, not the like page because that shit is whack as fuck. Um, and uh, this time we were doing 1986, and what I realized is the records weren't really that good, but it's also because I'm 39 and I think I was eight years old. So those records, I think it was 88 to 89 were those, those were the albums. That's when I started to listen to music. So I'm like listening or like digging through these records and it's like, I like Genesis, but I don't remember really going through that record. Was that Invisible Touch 86? Yeah. I don't like that record. I like Genesis, some of the shit. I love the video for Land of Confusion though. That was the best. best. Fantastic. But uh, that song "Invisible Touch," oh my god, that song is the so synth man. Bad. That was like the year of the synth. So bad. It's a song about ghost rape. But there's man. some old Genesis <laughs> that's fucking killer. You know, that stuff I never got into. <laughs> Pierre Gabriel would dress like Pan of the I Forest. I wasn't around that. There was like a brief window. They had a self-titled album with Mama and stuff like that. And uh, what's that other song? There's an, there's a couple of songs of theirs I, I, I really like. In I can't there. dance. Yeah, nice. <laughs> great video. Turn it on. Turn it on again. Is that that's another one of those? Yeah, that's a, that uh, song is great. Yeah. Um, but. so but yeah, going to those records, I realized that like you know the movie spoke more to me. Um, and, but then then there was a lot of thrash records, so I did the three brackets and stuff like that. So, but real quick, the one that really bothered me the most, um, in the first round because I thought it was going to be an easy win. I love the Three Amigos. But I thought there yeah. was no way in, chan- in hell that it would ever beat Back to School. Of course not. Back to that sc- makes zero fucking sense. <laughs> fucking zero. Back to School is one of the best movies uh, of Back to School doesn't have the Invisible Swordsman. Oh, chip, 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 fuck natty. That shit. Are you kidding? Uh, Did you? El Wapo. No, there's so many quotable. Mo- I love uh, Back to School. Don't get me wrong. But I, I could see how people could go for the Three Amigos. What I find is incredulous. How many <laughs> of these fucking poser ass liars can look in the fucking mirror and say Howard the Duck is better than Transformers the movie? That's sacrilegious and fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. I think Dan Lamelli, Dan Lamelli had a heart attack. <laughs> he, he wrote like the long, like he probably like took a smoke. That break. was about the Beastie Boys Bon Jovi. He no, wrote. but he but wrote he wrote something one. else. That's for, a tough match. I like that he's checking people on that. To Ill. That's tough, dude. He wrote something else for for Transformers because his his head exploded when he saw that <laughs> Howard the Duck was even. Shit, like, I didn't even vote for that one. So, yeah. <laughs> and I love both of those movies. Yeah, you know? Optimus Prime dies. Principal from Ferris Bueller is an alien. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, no way. So uh, I'm going to do round two, right? So we're going to do like a little sneak preview. Uh, we're going to do round table. Aliens versus Friday the 13th, part six, Langan. Aliens. Aliens, right? It's it's. The, I love Friday the 13th and everything, but I mean, come on. It's a far superior <laughs> movie. It's not, It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know? Mark. Game over, man. Aliens. <laughs> Parker. That's a fucking hard one because I love part six. That's my favorite one out of the franchise, but I got to go Aliens because it's like top three action sci-fi for me. 
it's a tough one. It was a tough matchup, but it's round two, and you know, shit gets dirty in round two. <laughs> shit got real. I I went aliens, but I I I respected anyone who wasted their no vote on Friday the thirteenth. They knew it was going down. They just threw it out there. Yeah. All right. So uh, number two, I'm giving everyone a sneak preview if you're listening. Uh, Platoon versus Cobra. Platoon. <sighs> Platoon. Yeah. Damn. All right, you're, you're you're taking the serious angle today. I'm a serious guy, <laughs> yeah, Sam. Totally. Mar. That's I I I recognize the Platoon as a superior movie, but I think I like Cobra better. I just yeah, I, like if you were <laughs> if if you were sitting, if I was something through the channels. Yeah. Do I want to watch Willem Dafoe's weird? facial expressions as he gets shot in slow motion <laughs> yeah. again which is why I want to watch a bunch of weird cultists on motorcycles get getting killed by Sylvester Stallone <laughs> I get that I mean yeah with the no frills Schwarzenegger I also love that song Angel of the City that the dance montage oh, is so good. that cast Cobra. of Platoon was loaded yeah, yeah. a lot of good performance that's the thing that. I mean you got but I get you I do Platoon, get you Platoon you got a movie with fucking Candyman and the singer of fucking Living Color, Barringer, sure. yeah, and then you Johnny got Depp Johnny Depp, yeah. Charlie Sheen, and, yeah. uh, and then you Barringer. got a chick, you know, dancing with a fucking goddamn robot. Corey Glover is the guy. Yeah. yeah. So you're going platoon? Probably, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, um, if, that's hard. That's a tough one, man. <laughs> it let's, is. Let's put it this way: if if they were both on TV and I had the the option, I would watch Cobra. <laughs> Marion Cobretti. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, all right, so the third one, Ferris Bueller versus One Crazy Summer. One Crazy Summer. Oh, yeah. All day. Yep. I haven't seen One Crazy Summer in a while, so I don't know how well the cute and fuzzy bunnies hold up. I mean. From the O section, if you want to borrow it. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Ferris Bueller on that one. I remember very well One Crazy Summer. We got a little crazy with the bazooka at the end and the radio. <laughs> Love it. You know what it is? That's though? a great Ferris, song at the end. Think about Demi Ferris Moore was Bueller. hot, but I mean, you know. Think of like if he was a real person. You were hang- you'd be like, fuck it. This guy's an asshole. I would not be friends with that guy. Fucked up the car. He totally yeah. abused his friend. He's took every advantage guy from of Garden him. City I ever <laughs> st- <laughs> I hung out with because they were hot girls. You know, it's... Is every Blake you ever knew? He's so Whatever. Swarmy. Parker. Oh, one crazy summer, no contest. Uh, for me, this is a tough one because these are two childhood movies. Um, I'm going to go. If I was sitting, which one would I watch? I would watch One Crazy Summer. Yeah. Okay, so unfortunately, I guess Three Amigos won. So Three Amigos oh, or, bullshit. or Howard the Duck. Oh, Howard the Duck all, way, all the way. Oh, all I the might way. do Howard let, the Duck just out of spite. Nice, you know? I like let, it. Let's just keep it in the round table so we're not yelling. Ah, like, Howard the Duck. Howard. Yeah. How, Mar. What's all the hate for Three Amigos, man? That's a no, great I'm doing no, it as a backlash. There's no I mean, hate. It's, it's a protest. No, no, it's just definitely it better than be. Howard the Duck. I mean, I like Howard the I'm Duck. I'm throwing my vote wrong, away. But, mm. <laughs> I mean, I got to go with the Three Amigos, man. Okay. Parker. I mean, I saw fucking Howard the Duck in the theater five times, so I'm going for fucking Howard the Duck. Duck titties. Yeah. Three Migos, no contest. <laughs> uh, number five, Stand By Me versus Pretty in Pink. Oh, easy. Stand By Me. Stand By Me. Yeah. Mar. I go Stand By Me. Same thing. Stand By yeah, Me. Yeah, Stand By Me. It's too... That's a classic I mean, that's, coming of age. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, pretty Pink's good. Ray Brower. Uh, Fuck, gonna, fuck that ducky motherfucker. <laughs> Even sound, yeah, you better do yeah, it. All right, here, here's one you're going to have a hard time with. Number six, Blue Velvet versus The River's Edge. Oh, no contest again. I think that's pretty easy I for love me. both those movies, but River's Edge. It's warm. Crispin Glover's weirdness in The River's Edge. He was almost like the prototype of Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. And that. <laughs> <laughs> I Fucking think Slayer on the soundtrack. Keanu too, first man. movie, yeah. I think. Yeah. Blue Velvet, I, again, it's, it's all right. You know, it's a good movie. Motherfucker, food eater. 
But yeah. I, yeah, I think River's Edge, man. Quotable. Parker. Same thing, River's Edge. Okay. No, no contest. I'm gonna, do, yeah. I'm gonna do River's Edge. Yeah. Uh, number seven. You're two my more. friend. <laughs> two more here. All right. Big Trouble in Little China versus The Fly. Yeah, come, on. come on, look at the goddamn wall I'm in. You know what? I'm going to go with the fly. Oh, wow. you motherfucker. Yeah. Mr. Button. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark? Big Trouble, of course. Okay, man. Parker? Yeah. I mean, I love Goldblum, but fuck it, Big Trouble. Big Trouble, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China is yeah. like... I know when, it's going to go down the fly. But. When I was a kid watching those, you know, prototypes to Mortal Kombat yeah. come down... like The Three Furies. I was just like, Wow. This amazing. movie is amazing. It had everything. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> the last matchup is tough. Little Shop of Horrors versus Labyrinth. Oh. Langan. I don't really have a dog in that fight, to be honest with you. I'm going to go with Labyrinth because of David Jen. Bowie's hair. <laughs> nice. I like it. I think Labyrinth sucked. I don't know what the fucking love kind of did. Yeah, I love David Bowie. Great. <laughs> I love the, the river shit was cool. But, you know. Are you done shitting on my childhood? Pick a, pick a I movie. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm not a big musical guy, but I mean, I definitely got to get down with friggin' uh, Little Shop Little of Horrors, Horrors, man, because I'm a dentist. <laughs> Steve Martin was amazing in that shit. I mean, Bill Murray, that was great. Parker. I'm going Labyrinth because that's like Jennifer Connelly starting to like oh, yeah. look pretty hot there. All right. Well, you know. You don't like the, the crack-headed kind of chick from Little Shop of Horrors? Uh, she no. Had a, she, she, Are you in comparison? Come on, no. Seymour. She had a nice set, but come I'm on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, doctor. I mean, if we're talking Jennifer Connelly and career opportunities, like now we're getting somewhere. Uh, yeah. You know? I mean, if we're Boy. talking Jennifer Connelly and Requiem for a Dream. Nice. So, uh, but, uh, geez, I had two movies that were near and dear, but I, I guess Labyrinth for me is, is going to be the one. So, um, yeah. So that's round two. That's a sneak peek. Yeah. Basically it. Oh, I, I, I did have that idea that I, I wanted to. You know, I feel like I, I, between this and the other podcast, like I feel like I, it's like I'm not happy until I make myself completely have more work than I should ever need. And I was like, you know, what would be a lot of fun if uh, we compiled um, an episode of tour stories and show stories. You know, so everyone like you know we talk to, or everyone you know like I'll do like a five ten minute, and like so many people hit me up. And I'm like, oh, I think now I have to do this. Yeah. And it, we got yours tonight. The dick <laughs> in the window. <laughs> Copy that. Shitting in that. the bucket. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, twofer. Uh, but I just, I, I'm so exhausted at the thought of it. But I think it would be really fun to click play on a podcast and have these like five, 10 minute stories on like all these like local band dudes talking about like the funniest stories or Definitely. weird stories or, no, I mean, there were some people that were just talking about like the one time like this guy pulled his dick out and shoved it somewhere and I'm thinking like well that's not I want like a funny like yeah. you know like you know your dick almost getting severed good you little, know? Yeah. Good little anecdotes you Something, know yes. yeah so but I, I you know I, I just feel like I've made myself way too much work so <laughs> it's a good idea um yeah that's that's the whole thing ideas are cool and then once you try to execute them that's definitely uh the other part of it so uh once again please uh go to itunes subscribe if you haven't leave a review only if it's good um i'll use my uh considerable fame to try to pump some likes nice. for you. Nice. Nice. please please <laughs> yeah totally i mean you have friends in austin that says a lot about you know like you're 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 anyone you're... that's not on a sex registry that can actually <laughs> still have a laptop i'm gonna tell them to click all right <laughs> yeah so just you know we're we're 
on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all that other shit. So just tell people if you like the show because it's fun. You know, to kick off the year, new episode, new season, new everything. Let's talk about the five movies that we love the most. Okay, so Lane, I'm going to throw it to you. You you give me whatever you got. Can I give you a two that I couldn't squeeze into the yeah. top five? Uh, but I just wanted to mention uh, The Trip to Spain with uh, Steve Coogan and Rob uh, Bydron. Steve Coogan's my favorite actor. Comedic dr- yeah, yeah. drama actor. Yeah, you you seem you prop him a lot. He's so good, and uh, it's him and this other comedian basically riffing, traveling through. Uh, in this case, Spain. They did one to Italy. They did one around England, but it's really good, worth a watch. And uh, the Little Hours, which is um, starring Allison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, and Kate Miucci. Miucci, I think I'm getting it wrong, but uh, nerd Sorry. hot. Nerd girl, trifecta love, love right Allison Brie. It's great, yeah. and uh, they play a bunch of perverted, sacrilegious, cursing, uh, smoking occult. You know, delving into nuns. I'm into that. You had me at perverted, and you <laughs> lost me at smoking. And, uh, Fred Armisen's a priest there. John C. Riley. It's a great cast, and 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 it's absurdist dark comedy. Really surreal. Worth a watch. The little hours. But my number five is uh, Dave Made a Maze. Oh, and you know what? You know, man, the list is huge with shit to watch. Yeah. And that's one movie that I was going to watch and then I didn't watch. It totally fell out of a lot of people's radars. I never radars. heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you know where I got it from? That Taste of Cinema yeah. uh, webpage, which we use a lot on there. Love but, it. But I I get so many movies off of those lists. They they do a lot of good yeah. work for and us. And they had one about top 10 2017 movies that slipped through the cracks. And this was on here. And it's basically about uh, a struggling artist. They're always struggling, yeah. aren't they? Have you ever yeah. seen a movie with like a successful artist? Like it's no. a, They're always struggling. But anyway, he never finishes <laughs> anything he starts. So his, his girl goes out, comes home, and he's got this big cardboard fort in the living room. And uh, she's talking to him, and he's like, I'm lost in here. I can't get out. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, it's just a little box or whatever. But he's built this, turns out, this elaborate maze somehow inside this little box from the outside. And they get lost in it. They have, like, an adventure in it, all their friends trying to get him out. It's so original. I, I, didn't, I haven't seen anything like it in a long time. And uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Awesome. Mar, number five, unless you have an honorable you Yeah, well, to... my honorable mention, I don't know what the hate for this movie is, man. My honorable mention is that movie Bright. I thought it was great. Fairies and orcs in Compton, like... Will Smith was good. I don't know why everybody like there was so much vehement like Do you know who wrote hatred it? against it. No, uh, Max Landis, John Landis's son. Mm. Okay, he's not like a pervert or anything bad, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> right no. now because everybody else is. Yeah. Is that? Cause I don't know if that's part of the thing, but I, I don't know what like what the <laughs> hatred for this movie was. I thought it was sick. It was it was funny. I mean, it, it, maybe all these like hardcore cosplayers or what do they call themselves now? Cast members, maybe. They took it too seriously as an indemnity uh, condemnation of them. I don't know. But, I, I, I yeah, I didn't know. Uh, to me, it seemed like it got normal backlash, like any movie, like The Last Jedi or whatever. Yeah, I got a, a fair amount of hate that I think was undue. You know, yeah. I mean, I got to preface my top five before the pitch force come out by saying I didn't see Logan Lucky, Dunkirk, Get Out, The Big Sick, or Detroit. So yeah. my list is going to be kind of Dunkirk. I don't know. Dunkirk it's not going to go so deep. <laughs> For real? But uh, my number five, 
Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice. Wow. I love Spider-Man. You got, you got Michael Keaton as a great villain. It was a good start-to-finish movie, not too overcomplicated with all this extra world-building shit. It was just dude in high school with some problems is Spider-Man. Did Mark Webb do that one? I don't know. Who, who directed that? Is that the second one, or is that like... Uh... This is one that, did, that just came out this year, you know, with the new guy, Tom Holland. Well, like, I think he's the best Peter Parker. Okay, so then it's... Because he's not 44 like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I think the guy who did it, I'm, I'm pretty sure, is the guy who did uh, 500 Days of Summer. Okay. I could be wrong, but I know he did a Spider-Man, and it could have been the, 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 the first one after the Maguire series. Oh, that was with uh, Andrew Garfield, maybe. Okay. With Dennis Leary was in those. Oh, yeah, I guess they keep making them stuff. Yeah, I saw the first one of them. It was all right. I never saw the second one. I love any, like, just that guy, 500 Days of Summer is one of my favorite movies ever. Like, ever. Just fucking top ten, probably. So, but uh, not enough to make me give a shit about uh, Spider-Man, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's good. Number five, Parker. Uh Number five, we were just talking about action movies lately, how they can't really hold our, uh, you know, excitement. But I just saw this like two weeks ago, and I thought that it was pretty cool to crack into my top five, and it was called Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I really like that. that. Great movie. So, uh, Great soundtrack. I was about to say, the 80s soundtrack was awesome. Um, guy from Split was awesome. I mean, obviously, Charlize Theron. Yeah, you could look great. at a lot. James wor- McAvoy was in it? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You could look at, a lot, look at a lot worse, you know, people. Um, I thought the fight scenes were pretty good Fuck yeah. in that. And yeah. uh, I, I was reading into it, and she actually cracked two teeth while filming that because oh, yeah. I guess, like, shit got out of control or whatever. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, pretty action-packed. I, th- I thought that it was fun. You know, I yeah, enjoyed it. I saw it on the plane. <laughs> okay. I saw it on the plane, uh, and I had my earbuds in, and that soundtrack was killer. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason I watched it was because uh, uh, you mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Langan mentioned it, and you said that it was really good, yeah. and soundtrack, and all that other shit. Um, and I think what it is about action movies now is it's really hard to, I guess, like rile us up the way like Lionheart did. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> you know, when you're like twelve, Damn. you know. <laughs> I got to escape the foreign legion. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what that shit was when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's hard to like. Watch Hard Target and see Van Damme with a mullet and tight jeans. Yeah. Um, and just maybe because it just seems like, like action movies now have to bring a story with them, yeah. actually. <laughs> you know, they have to deliver that as well as the Can't action. Can't just be yeah. soldier boys. You know? Well, that's another thing. Yeah, the 80s were good to, to, like, they had a name. As long as Schwarzenegger said yes, it was like, no we'll fight the Russians. Again, <laughs> Ex- <laughs> who else? Yeah, Everybody you, hates the Russians. Explosions, right? nudity. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were always fucking... fighting the Russians, yeah. and his Dylan. partner always got killed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Right before he was about to retire. <laughs> yes. Always. Yes. Except for the missing in actions where he went back to Nam. Oh, so <laughs> Someone would do that. I just watched that. part two last last week and it, it still holds up. Army. Yeah. So I'm gonna so do I'm gonna do my, my honorable mention because uh, I had six here. So um but for me, Ladybird is an honorable mention. I haven't seen that yet, and, but okay. I want to. It's yeah, it's in my reserve. it's one of those I guess I hate to say it, but coming of age movies. Um where I just it's it's this young girl, and she's growing up, and it's funny because like you, for me like I I identified with certain things like she was so rebellious for no reason, you know, yeah. she just 
gave her name <laughs> gave herself the name Ladybird and uh she was so dramatic and she always wanted to leave her town to go fucking to school in New York and the performances like Laurie Metcalf from like Roseanne right. killed it. Yeah, she's good. And so did this young girl. Um, I forgot her name. And uh, just it was such a relatable movie. The dad was great. The brothers, like the characters, were so like, or maybe not likable, but when you watch it, it just seems so real and genuine. And the story was minimal, but it was just like the human story. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way it played out, like, I just, you know, very, very fucking good. Lady Bird, highly recommend. Cool. That's that's uh, my honorable mention. So, but uh, as far as that concerned, my number five is Mother. Ugh. All right, mm-hmm. so my number five is Mother. Parker left the room. He couldn't even, couldn't even, <laughs> couldn't even, couldn't even talk about it. Um, <laughs> what did I love about this movie? It just, it gave me anxiety. I was watching it, and it just, you know, I know, Mar, <laughs> you have your, your feelings on it because you, did you know about all the stuff that you, you said on Facebook? I didn't know anything about it going into it, and then I started watching it, and I was like, oh, God, fucking ultra-Christian parable stuff. I just, I just don't go in for that, you know what I mean? And but, there's been but, plenty but of- But why? I, I just- it's just another. I don't need to see another take on these creation myth fairy tales. But you, you don't know think I mean? that that was like a, a, a fascinating creative angle to tell a story without telling. But that point is that I think it's going to go over a lot of people's heads. I mean, and like I said, I was saying like once I I, I was like, oh, is it really going this way? And then I saw the dude who's obviously Adam with the scar in his rib, and I was like, oh yeah. And I just yeah, they're trashing the house and whatever, and that's supposed to be the earth, but nobody gives a fuck. Well, when you say nobody gives a fuck, but they do, because I gave a fuck. No, but I mean, and the general movie-going populace at large, I don't think, really cares much that we no longer have an EPA or anything. But I'm know? saying, I mean, but, this is but, where it's going. No, like, no, no, and I and I get that. I get that. But you're mad. so heavy-handed. Like I don't know. I, I like if you're gonna do something like that. I I like a degree of nuance and subtlety, and it was just so in your face with it. Like, what if you're a big dummy and, like me and had no idea what was going on? Well, you're you on me. I'm just saying, like, it's the people. The characters just annoyed me too. I don't like annoying characters. I wanted them to die and they didn't, and that's <laughs> annoying. But didn't it rile you up? Like I'm watching this movie, and and uh, obviously we're talking spoilers. Like when all these people were breaking things and they were driving her like insane, I felt like I was in a dream because I've had that dream before. I felt like I was at the after party of a Trump rally in West Virginia, and I didn't <laughs> want to be there. Like <laughs> I'll jump in because this is actually my number one. Um. And for me, and I, I totally get why people didn't like it. I get why people I didn't like it. I get it. I get it completely. But I see a lot of movies. I watch a lot of movies, and it's just like, all right. But something about this movie, like, was disturbing to me, like Absolutely. on a personal level, and it made me feel something, like a genuine. Maybe I'm just so dead inside <laughs> that I felt something. That's but how, I, I'm even dead the feeling of anger was strong. The feeling of anxiety. The camera up close on her. And how, whether it's Mother Earth or whatever, but how people can take advantage and take, take, take. And it's like, I was caught up in where she was in at. In that shit. And it made you almost want to jump in the screen and be like, and like control. you wanted to stop. Like, yo, what, yeah. stop. You guys are just, it just drove me nuts. 
And it really riled me up. I like that it provoked me. Aside basically. from like, and that's hard to Besides, do. Besides, yeah, the religious thing inside. is I get that angle and stuff. But I like, like I, I didn't even really care about the religious part I, of it. Neither did I. I just kind of saw it that way. It's like saw, a bad like fucking dream. Dream. Like I, I accepted it as a dream. I, I accepted it as a, it as a it dream. It shot that way to me like a dream state. You know, but uh, or a nightmare. Obviously, I accepted but. it as a dream. There was nothing biblical to it for me because that's how little I know about big, biblical. Things. No, but I, got, I got the biblical. Yeah, but we've part all of heard it, about but. Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve. Uh, you know, the New Testament versus the Old. Yeah, no, I mean, it was all just really. so bludgeoning you. Yeah. Then the 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 bloody and blood of Christ. Yes. You know, being everyone eating it and shit. You know, like. I I. I got the religious part of it. I just yeah. didn't. I kind of just put it. But it made away. it predictable. That's also what bothered me too. Once I figured the characters were, I'm like, well, this is gonna happen. And this is gonna go here, and then obviously. Well, it wasn't so know. much like where the plot was gonna go that I cared about. Is like just visually in the feel. Visually of it. in the and, feel uh, is what got me. So I guess I kind of like avoided where the plot was. I kind of just was along for the ride, basically. Yeah, me That's too. That's just how I view. I That's what it was. I was along for the ride, and and the ride made me uncomfortable. It made me feel something. It made me like anxious yeah. it made me angry by the time I was almost like like I wanted to fight someone after the movie was over definitely I just wanted Insidious with Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> instead <laughs> instead I got friggin Davy and Goliath on friggin methadone you know like <laughs> so alright so that was my number five uh, Langan what's your number four uh, Train Spotting 2 T2 oh, said, um, still didn't watch that it's uh, obviously a lot can go wrong when you wait that long to Shout make out to Begbie. a yes a <laughs> sequel, but um, the the actors really just got right back into those characters. Like it, it was, I mean, it takes place the real amount of time later, and uh, it just had a lot of um, like connotations to real life. How you grow up with these people, and some take a bad path and a good path, or some yeah, like make real, it out, yeah. and some don't, and how relationships can uh you know you can get up with somebody you haven't been around a while and it's just like no time has passed and other people you can't reconnect with so there was that angle to it there's a monologue of about um seven minutes of like the choose life thing that they did in the first one mm-hmm. but about modern society that fucking slices and dices everything like it's one of the best written scenes i've heard this year that reminded me of like that seemed the eleventh hour, kind of when Edward Norton does that mm-hmm. whole thing about New York. Twenty fifth hour. Yeah. Twenty fifth. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I liked. I watched Train Spotting. I, I liked. I thought it started off with a bang. I loved when he goes to meet Sick Boy and they get into it. Mm-hmm. And I was, but by like the by like an hour into it, I started kind of getting bored. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I have to watch it again. I Begbie was great. I also so. watched a really terrible check copy with like dudes like in the theater farting and walking <laughs> by and shit. So that could be part of I why I didn't never, enjoy it yeah, too. I can't yeah. do that. Well, it I, wasn't releasing anywhere, and I wanted to see it, and I'd been hearing about it. I can't. You know? Like, I need... I forgot it came out, and I just... I was like, oh, shit. I, like, I got February to see that. I wanted to see it. But it the, wasn't like, anywhere. The advertising dropped out off my radar anyway, but... I uh, still... That's I was very happy with it, and like I said, a lot... Everything could have went wrong making this movie, but I think in the hands of the same people, and, and you know, it was good. I thought it was good. Surprisingly good. Very good. Uh, so, Mar, number four. Uh, shot caller. Oh, yeah, man. You know what my number four is? What shot caller? Nice, yeah. nice. dude. Jamie Lannister friggin' <coughs> kills his yuppie friend in a uh, Dewey accident. He loses his career and becomes the ultimate cholo ganglord. I mean, it's like blood in, blood out for the modern era. I can't, I can't go wrong. That. It's. I said it's like the American me for like the Aryans. Except I don't think that he was really more of a cholo than an Aryan. 
No. I, I guess. Have you seen was. Aryan Brotherhood gang members in <laughs> California? That's what they look like. I guess. Like. Yeah, they all wear their fucking Pendletons. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what the... Now they're going to come get me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you're, you're, you're super white looking, so you're yeah. good. Um, I think that one chick got shot and like, she's like, oh, I'll keep hanging out at the party, whatever. <laughs> and just John Barenthal was in it. Um, he was fucking nuts. He was nuts. And just, man, that last scene, I'm not going to give it away, yeah, but it was cool. Jesus Christ, yeah. that razor. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good, it was a good cerebral movie too. It was some good setups in it. Like. Well, yeah, I mean, just listen, uh, you're, it, you know what it reminded me of? Tobias Beecher from yeah. Oz. So it's you, kind of exactly the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So you, you get this guy. You shit on somebody? <laughs> <laughs> he was sucking Nazi dick. No, he, um. You he had a more positive experience than Beecher yeah. had. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> he became Schillinger minus the dick sucking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he just catches a case, and, you know, in there uh, he has to do some shit. So instead of doing, like, a, a year or so, he uh, gets banged out for a little bit more, and next thing you know, he's like, oh, and Lake Bell is in it. Yeah. Who I think is smoking. Smoking. She was good on, uh, was that, How to, Six, uh, How to Make It in America? Yes, that was a fun show around the time that uh, fucking, what else was on there? Bored to death. Yeah. That was the other Love show. Love that show. But Lake Bell is smoking hot. But anyway, shout her out. That's just like, I mean, she's hot, but she, you can meet any girl in Plainview that looks like her. I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, she's... Go by the temple on Tuesday. You'll find a Lake Bell lookalike, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, yeah, probably so. But still, she just, I, I like her a lot. I think she's very good. She's very good in, in the movie. It's a great movie. Like I said, this guy falls upon uh, bad times in jail. Does what he has to do, probably a little bit too good to the point where his life transforms and he turns into a shot caller, which is a jail prison term. Um, great, great pick. That's my number four too. So Parker, number four. Number four, I did Happy Death Day. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, yeah. just watched that the other yeah, night. So yeah. same yeah. same director as uh, Zombie Apocalypse, Scout's Guide. Scout's Guide, yeah, yeah, which is a big one that we always reference. Um, Guy that did the mask, I found out actually designed the screen mask too, which mm. was pretty cool. So I mean, obviously only downfall PG thirteen, so you can only do you know a certain yeah. amount of bullshit. But uh, thought that the main girl was pretty hot. She was really good in that. Pretty movie. hot. <laughs> kept kept me watching. Yeah, she was and, good. Yeah. The movie was like that was like Groundhog's Day. Yeah, the horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So, it, but, it fell you, apart <laughs> for me a little at the end. Me too. I, yeah. But overall, it, I it was liked, fun. Like, I just liked I, it like a fun when movie. When it started, yeah. 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 I. Uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing because if we were going to do reviews, like just like on the box cover, like with the quotations, <laughs> Parker says, great fucking movie. Great, great nudity. <laughs> great nudity. Great nudity. Not in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw it in the theaters and I went to that East Islip, no, uh, the Islip movie theater and there was no one there. The one next to the bowling alley over there? No, it's just like on the on Main Street and there's like no one, like, I don't know how this place even There's no one in that there. town. <laughs> that is true. It's like right across from like Bubba's. Um, so I watched it there, and uh, I was pretty excited. It started off good. The idea was cool, and then it just kind of fell apart for me. Mm. And then the, but I liked it overall. Oh, I thought I it was just, great. Yeah. I thought it was like unique. I just feel like maybe with uh, a better twist. Yes. Or with better writing, it yes. would have gone together. But the idea was there. It just was executed not as good as it could have been. But still, still. I recommend it because it's fun. 
Absolutely. It's completely fun. It's it's very much a Groundhog's Day and um the music, the direction and and yeah, the dude who did Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse, which is a million times better. Mm. So goddamn it. Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse is one of my favorite movies of like the last 10 years. It's fucking immaculate. But this that was good too. So, all right, so my number 4 was Shot Caller, so we're going to do Lang in number 3. My number 3 is a uh, Good Time. Oh, that was a good one. Um Seth, Seth really, brothers or yeah, those guys are so good. Yeah, I I look forward to watching everything they do from now on because uh, this movie it's uh with, who's that Robert Pattinson the Twilight yeah. guy was in it <laughs> and I guess he he's the one that got that movie made by wanting to work with these guys. That's great. And uh, he was really good in it too. Queen, Queens and, is fuck. Queens Long Island, they shot some in Adventureland. I yep. think. And uh, so they shoot a New York movie better than anybody right now. They well, get it. It's like, it reminds me of, and it's not a direct comparison, so it's not, you know, but. Say it. Like Scorsese Mean Streets kind of at that level, that low level of capturing that part of New York, Long Island. You know what I mean? Queens. It just. Abel Ferrara. Yes. And him too. His early stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it was frantic. Yeah. And you want to talk about like anxiety? Like the fact that the whole movie is nonstop. Yeah. It's just nonstop it fucking like. One situation after another that they have to deal with, and uh, I love stuff in New York. And, they, and Necro was in it. <laughs> Necro, he's done another movie with them because yeah. I went back to look at their other work, and they did. A movie. I heard that one's depressing, like the heroin one, right? It's so good. Yeah, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a long time. I gotta watch it tonight. It's, What's uh, it called? This whole story behind it, they had met this girl who was a homeless heroin junkie. And, Yo, uh, shout out to homeless heroin junkies. No, for real. Inspiring directors uh, for life. But she, they were talking to her, and they t- got her to write her story down. And they were paying her like 50 bucks a page or something like that. And she two, ended up two, writing two a book. Two and a half bags. <laughs> I knew you were going to come with that. <laughs> <laughs> still half got it. She still got it. <laughs> um, but uh, she did that. She made a book. They shot a movie about it with her and uh, what's that guy? Caleb Landry Jones, who's like the poor man's modern day Crispin Glover weird eccentric guy but uh she's in it and she was still strung out and it's so realistic and it shows the underbelly in new york i like, heard and the people in it you can tell they ain't actors yeah you know it's like when i remember being you know i was in that age wheelhouse when kids came out yeah. and you knew like i know that guy oh, you, yeah. you know what i mean but uh it, it's really good and she actually got clean they sent her to rehab afterwards and she's clean now and she's worked she's got an agent she's working it's a really nice story but that movie very heavy very depressing but uh, I what like that even again? more. I, forgot. Um, I have it here. Heaven knows what. Heaven knows and what. And Ariel Holmes. That's the name of the girl. But mm. I'm shouting out that too because I love that even more than Good Time. Yeah. But, but the point is those Safety brothers uh, to be looked at. Good Time you know, made made yeah. my top ten definitely. Yeah. So, uh, Mar number three. What are we up to? Three. Yeah. Three. Everybody wants some. What a spiritual uh, sequel to. Uh, that was uh, last till, year. Uh, for, yeah, yeah, that was, tw- that was 2016. 2016. Oh, shit. That's all right. That's we'll, all right. We'll, it's we'll, close we'll, to All right. Yeah, we'll, I thought it was, that's right. What year is this? <laughs> this is 20, I wasn't questioning it that way. I'm right. like, God, You're time right. is fucking flying. Okay, so that, that doesn't count. All right, Season three already, all right, man. So, right here. so then The Last oh, Jedi is number man. three. <laughs> go with it. <laughs> I'll talk that movie. Holy yeah. shit, dude. That was 2016. I thought that came out in the beginning of 2017. Maybe I saw it in 2017. Yeah, let's just keep it there. Just because I hated that movie. But you tell me what you loved about it. I thought it had like... It was a good movie about like nothing, just a day in the life, yes. like the first day of college, and just 
I don't know, kind of like captured that feeling that like Days and Confused kind of did, but for like a little bit different, you know? Because it was in the 80s. Yeah. The whole punk rock segue part was fucking pretty cool, you know? Like, it gave the characters more depth. They thought they'd be a bunch of dumb jocks, but they yeah. ended up having, you know, a little bit more character depth to them. I thought it was pretty funny. I like the interactions, you know? And I like that it wasn't, it was light. It wasn't really about anything, you know? Like, yeah. it didn't need to be. It was just a good thing, you know? Well, that Days of Confused was technically about nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just about a party getting ruined. Well, Linkletter did that too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That, and he does that great. I mean, if you, what was that movie he did, uh, that shot the same people over the course of time. A Boy's Life. That was great. Like, he does these movies just about, you know, overall mundane things, but I he think Brink does it in such a great way. It's interesting. I, you, know? you hate it? No, no. Bo- I like Boyhood? It. No, you hated uh, Everybody Wants Some. There was no Days and Confused, but no, I hate what, it. What is? I, right. Listen, maybe I need to rewatch No Mila it. Jovovich in an egg chair, I understand. Nice. But I watched it, and it did nothing for me, and... I, I don't know why Days and Confused. Maybe I just saw it at the right time as a kid because that movie, Days and Confused is definitely top 10 of all time. I could watch Days and Confused every day for the next, you know, whatever 10 years of life I have left or whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I, and I wanted like a moron to connect with this movie in that same way but it just maybe I just I expected too much well it wasn't as memorable there was no old Banyan running around chasing there was no like right. big villain asshole yeah. you know like the, there was no, no Wooderson no Parker Posey no Hirschfeld oh, yeah freshman Hirschfeld yeah, I mean, because yeah. it didn't do shit for it'll probably pop on TV at some point so, not um, that people watch TV anymore <laughs> <laughs> I do I'm still I'm still paying for cable to watch date, date Naked or whatever you gotta oh. get those, that's how you gotta watch those shows I love that show. <laughs> I never seen oh it. I just listened to your post. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? Yo, that show's great. It's terrible. It's bad TV, but it's one of those shows that's really good. Like, it's dating naked. It's Do they, like, at least put them into, like, cold situations and shit? <laughs> no. No, no. It's warm situations. No shrinkage? No. <laughs> No, no, they want their Spread dicks to look. The hose they want their dicks and labia to look as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you, you don't know what the show is? I've heard of it. I know they people yeah. meet up and they're naked and they have to go on dates with each other. Yeah, and so they they jump on this island and they go on a date and it's all this other shit that realistically, if you started dating, you'll never do again. <laughs> you know, from that moment on, it's Nathan's and that's about it. I'll just get your updates. Yes. I'm holding out I'm holding out for that thirty rock thing. Mill Island. I'm holding out for that show. Then remember Temptation Island? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Temptation oh, Island. God. Do you remember Temptation Island? NBC? I think No, that was Fox. Oh, uh, was it? Sort of. What was that it? Was couples the f- and they made them somebody cheat on each other yes. or something? No, they tempted them. That's so fucked up. I know, but it's so <laughs> when you good. Think about it. And it was like the first of its kind. It was like the first like yeah. shitty yeah. thing to do. And they knocked it off with that uh Paradise Hotel with Eddie Money. Oh. That Whatever. was just the start of all the <laughs> shitty shows to come. Yeah. That was the tip of Love the iceberg. Cruise. But those shows made... Gave birth to shittier shows. No, no. Those shows, <laughs> because if you remember, that was the era that reality TV was like, make, like people were like, what are we going to do? Like, we're, there's not going to be any original TV. And then from there, all those channels fragmented and, like, FX came out and all, everything came out. And they took the handcuffs off these, like, TV writers. They started making Breaking Bad. They started making, like, fucking uh, The Shield, things like that where people 
like th- I think it gave birth to like the creativity or like. So who wants to marry a millionaire inspired Kurt Sutter? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not gonna say it didn't. <laughs> you know, I can't say for Thank sure. Thank you, Darva Conger. Darva Conger. Wow. Shout out to Darva Conger. <laughs> Um, we didn't get to marry a guy because he was a sex offender, right? No, <laughs> and they I, find that he was—he only had nine hundred thousand dollars, and he was a sex offender. Isn't that what happened? I don't remember. <laughs> wow. But so yeah, like I, I think those shows really opened it up, and like obviously the fact that you didn't have to be on channel two, four, and seven anymore. Mm-hmm. Like now, it's like you're in on these cable channels, and those cable channels all fucking turned into these shows that people followed and then from there it was just like you know right. netflix happened and you so know. temptation island gave us all that i think so <laughs> yeah directly all traces back to temptation i'm just island. saying like i think there was I a know. certain point where you know it just people made a stand and yep. they were like joe millionaire no uh what's uh, what's your number three parker number three i did it Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, that was a good one. Top I got ten, 10 minutes me. left on that. Movie. I think they broke yeah. it in I fell asleep half. last night, and I, but I oh, loved what oh, I saw. Yeah, I love that it takes place in the eighties. Um, I thought the kid from uh, Stranger Things killed it. Yeah, he was the it best. was a great was update. A, yeah, I you mean, because uh, you know what, the old one don't hold up. Uh, I, I still have a sweet spot it's for that. Too long. Yeah, but the, and the, Tim this, Curry, I like him, but this, uh, that clown was fucking. Well, they, this one, good. what they did is they make it two movies, so yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I mean, uh, it was definitely entertaining. It definitely, you know, kept my, uh, you know, my ADD going. So uh, the clown looked good. Yeah, man. clown was good. Yeah. Cl- funny enough, clown was in uh, was in Atomic Blonde, and uh, oh, yeah? yeah, the That's actor the was guy? actor was in that. So. Oh, guard. Yeah, oh, can you can you see a movie without a fucking Skarsgård in it right now? <laughs> no, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> Three generations of those guys running around. Uh. It's con- contractually impossible. Yeah. Um, uh. Seeing that, seeing it in a theater was big for me. I wanted me to see it on 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 the big screen, and it just everything worked. Those kids could have been annoying because kids are fucking annoying in movies. I fucking hate kids, but for some reason, those kids didn't bother me as much as they should have. As much as they should have. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Like, how many kids? There was a lot of kids. A lot at least, of kids. at least yeah. one of them. You know, the odds are. Yeah, uh, the odds are one of those none kids. None of them said that would be so wizard. Uh. <laughs> so my only problem with that movie is the kid from Stranger Things calls that guy a mullet, something or other. Nobody yeah. was using that word then. Mm. It mm. came out later in the '90s that mullet was a thing retroactively. I want to say like around when the Beastie Boys did that mullet man song. Nobody said mullet in the 80s. Yeah. It's a small bone to pick. Nice. Yeah, they called it a Nobody rat tail, cared. if anything. Nobody cared about that but me. Yeah. <laughs> right. That saw that movie. Um, Everyone just had that haircut. It wasn't called anything. Everybody but the kid from Stranger Things will be at Monster Mania, too. Oh, yeah. yeah Actually, so. you're right, because like I said in the last episode, season one, um, they did say rat tail, because... Dr. Feelgood, Rat Tail Jimmy, Secondhand Hood, yeah. nice. Deals Dan Hollywood. Nice. <laughs> wow. All right, so my number three, I needed to represent horror in a way. Now, it's one of those things where I could have picked The Void because it embodied the fact that people who love horror don't like that movie mind boggles me. Dan Tarr. It boggles my fucking mind. It gives you everything that you would ever want in a fucking horror movie. It w- it stunk of 1980s practical effect. Like it just, yeah. it reeked of it. It reminded me of the thing by Hellra- Hellraiser. By the end, there were yeah. all kinds of elements I liked in that movie. But 
Um, so if if I was gonna polarize, it, yeah, exactly, so like The Witch. But I left. Oh my that God. movie fucking sucks. Yes, thank you. Fuck thank Black Phillip. He can Yo. eat my uh, fucking balls. Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad. I, but fuck anyway. The yeah. Witch. So goddamn. That Witch, yeah. I saw it in the theaters. I love everything A24 does. I love their, their bravery. I love their the fact that they take chances. And they even when they fail. The, Which listen, they did. Again, Which, a room full of religious people. I can't do it. You know, again, it just, but the, the people are like, oh, the thing with the baby. And I'm like, yeah, that's in the first two minutes. What about the other 90 minutes of the fucking movie that did nothing? But yeah. you'll never play peekaboo again, motherfucker. Nothing <laughs> happened. Torture. Nothing. Yeah. You're sitting there and, but uh, no, historically, that's how they spoke. And how, do, it, how do you and, know? And no, was, they didn't. Did you ever try to <laughs> listen to the, the, the YouTube version of Canterbury Tales? That's how people spoke and you can't understand it. And I'm thinking, yeah, were you there? Yeah. Or, and the if, fuck you know about Listen, it. if you weren't there, who do you know that was there? <laughs> All right. Anyway, were they 300 years old? Uh, yeah. No, I hate, like, and people, oh, it's so unsettling. What does that even mean? What the? F- All right, I I hate the witch. I mean, you just had coffee and Taco witch. Bell. That's unsettling. I hate, <laughs> I, I hate the witch. Um, but okay, yeah, so I'm going to bypass the void because overall, it's it shouldn't be in a top five of great movies. So I'm gonna uh, make a little left. I just wanted to mention the void because it was you know 2017, probably the best horror movie of that year, of this year, uh, last year. I, and I'm gonna go with Get Out, which I know Parker has. Get Out is so unique. Mm. I didn't know what was going on. And then when I figured out what was going on, the ending happened. And I was like, that's exactly not what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Completely. Um, And just, I I, I loved it. You know, I know some people like on Horror Nerds were talking like, first of all, (sighs) (laughs) there's a lot of morons in that goddamn group. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, it's just like. You know, like if you talk, like somebody wrote, like I, it wasn't even scary. I'm like, what the fuck is Yo, scary? How old are you? <laughs> how old are you? How old are you? What is scary to you? Finding yeah. a lump inside your asshole is scary. Yeah, you know? that's sc- <laughs> like, what do you, what do you want a movie to do? And 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 you know what? What movie was scary to you? I'd love to hear that. Like it's just so stupid. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you know, like the same guy was like. Uh, it it was just too political for me, and I'm like, you're a fucking, fucking moron. You're a moron. I want to say kick- his name. I'm I know like, you want to. Well, I'm kicking him out of the group because he's being very like douchey to fucking Jerry Smith right now. So, and I and I see it, but that takes me time to kick people out. Um, but anyway, Get Out was unique, and and at this point, the top five that I have, I feel like I want to pick movies that were unique. They weren't like your run of the mill. Um. Things that you could see all the time, and Get Out was a fucking unique film. It wasn't like anything else. Even if you hate it, at least admit, yeah, it's fucking unique. And it so, might get some Oscar love, right? Yeah, why not? Fucking Jordan for Peele. horror, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, anytime. A- anytime you get. When's an- the last time Silence of the Lambs yeah. got a nod? Every time I call it a suspense thriller, though. But dab, I mean, for Oscar purposes, yeah. it's a horror movie, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like they rarely go in that direction. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not picking martyrs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, your number two, Langan. Um, uh, Ingrid goes west. Oh, uh, still have to see that with Aubrey Plaza, who I totally love. But, Me uh, too. She's so funny, and uh, Elizabeth Olsen's great in that too. But um, it's a black comedy, real dark comedy. She's a girl with some mental issues, Aubrey Plaza, and um, 
she's obsessed with social media, follows the, one of these, uh, what do they call them, trendsetters or influencers uh, on Instagram. And she likes all her stuff, and she's, she becomes a stalker of this girl. She ends up moving all the way out to L.A. to try and run into her and be her friend and blah, blah, blah. It's like a stalker story. Creepy, but fun, very funny. And then it, uh, I'm not going to say anything about where it goes from that. But, yeah, because uh, I, I, I do want to watch it. It's, she's great. She's great in it, and it, it, it just, I highly recommend it. I don't want to say too much because I know a lot of people haven't yeah. seen it, and I want them to because it's good. It's worth a watch. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, number two for Mar. All right, this came out this year, definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, man. Right. I okay. loved this shit, man. I thought it was fucking awesome. I'd love to see that guy doing a Star Wars movie. Anytime you have a buff Australian guy with a great attitude, I'm all in. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum <laughs> was amazing. Like, I like that prerequisite. I think he needs Jeff Goldblum to get more credit for what he did in that movie. I mean, he was definitely Jeff Goldbluming it, but it was it's good to see him doing something. You know, it was awesome. Was Thor played by uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio? <laughs> nice, <laughs> fucking nice. <laughs> no, no, I wish. <laughs> but I've been watching a lot of him on. Uh... Was it played by the gay guy from American Wedding? Because that's who did, did it in the uh, the TV series. <laughs> It was a TV series. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. The guy like a... who was with Bradley Cooper? Uh, <laughs> the knockoff of Bradley Cooper that replaced him, right? Did you talking about that guy? The guy that was dancing with Stifler in American Wedding in the gay bar. Oh, shit. That guy played Thor in Hulk Meets the Thor, and it was horrible. Wait, the what one the with Lou Ferrigno? Yes, yeah, the... yeah. Oh, when wow. Thor was amazed by the shower stall. Yes. Yeah, I remember. I saw okay. that shit. Okay. Wow, I can't believe I remember yes. that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he said something you fucking remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, I forgot that happened. Yeah. All right, so Thor Ragnarok. Also, how does Thor have a? How does the Hulk have a normal shower that's not destroyed? You would think the the, the hot water would cut out, and he gets so mad he'd become the Hulk and yeah, break it. I don't know. I would. <laughs> Someone's flushing the toilet. I'm gonna come kill them. You know. I can't, I can't believe he showers. <laughs> Uh, number two. I might have that fucking movie. I might have to check <laughs> for two, that. Number two, Parker. No, uh, number two. I'm going to use Get Out just because I uh, just touch on it again real quick. Um, nominated for two Golden Globes. The lead actor was given the role on the spot. Um, they were saying, funny enough, that Eddie Murphy uh, in his delirious skit, he was joking about uh, Poltergeist and Amityville Horror, and he was pretty much saying like if he if he heard a ghost in the house, he would say Get Out. So that's actually where they got the title from. Huh. And then uh, Jordan Peele cited you know the original <laughs> uh, Night of the Living Dead as a huge inspiration as well. This guy is a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Him. Yeah. IMDb. Oh, nice. yes. IMDb <laughs> trivia. Yeah. Uh, my number two. Is a movie I mentioned before on this podcast, and I'm sure people have still not seen the movie because it came and went pretty quick. It's a movie called Colossal. Yeah. Oh, I heard that was great with uh, Anne, Anne Hathaway yeah. and it's Jason like Sudeikis. A kaiju monster. It's an original. It's original. Like once again, I, I wanted to take these five to to pick something that you don't see every day, and and this girl's like, I guess her like when she drinks and blacks out. You know her. She turns into a monster that crushes people in Seoul, yeah. <laughs> Korea. Yeah. You know, and it's just so. It's a romantic comedy meets a creature feature, and then it gets super dark, and it it battles. Uh, you know, it touches on like addiction and like uh, just a bunch of topics, and it's. I can't say enough about it. I, I hope people really. Sudeikis was good in that, and he annoys me sometimes. Yeah, but I thought he was good in that flick. So was Hathaway. Okay, but, so uh, you you watched it? Yeah, 
You don't like Sudeikis? I uh, never seen anything like it, you know? Never seen anything like it, right? <laughs> yeah. And it went to a lot of places I didn't think it would go. Like, I Oh, it really, got dark. Yeah. That was, a you know, without getting specific, you yeah. know, it was a real twist. But, uh, yeah, I'd recommend that movie. It's a shame it didn't do well at all. But you It's get, regarded technically as a flop but by you, financial standards. It may live not, on, though. It's, you know, it's going to have a yeah. cult following. It's going to be one of those films that I think on. so. Yeah. And you get, like, uh, there's a lot of symbolism in there. Sure. Especially her it's being, all like, symbolism. Soul. Yeah. Right? Like, sure. Soul Korea. Yep. Yep. You know, and like everything, oh God, it's just so good, man. I, I know that out of the, you know, I would say 100,000, 200 listeners we have, mm. I think you guys should really uh, definitely. There's no look. religious allegories in there. <laughs> no, this guy ain't going to like it. He wiped his ass with the Bible. <laughs> does, this have any, mother. does this have anything to do with the Bible? Okay. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> as atheist as we are. But, like, but I'm like, hey, whatever, I don't give a shit. So, um. All right, so number one, my Mr. mother. So I jumped in. Okay, Brian Langan, number uh, number one mother. Yeah, I got into the discussion. You don't want to change it after Brian just schooled <laughs> no, you as to what it was about. Change my mind. Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one is everybody wants them. Let me see if Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> let me let me see if Aubrey Plaza made another yeah. a third movie I can mail, add to here. No, I. Listen, I, I get why that movie isn't for everybody. Me too. And I get why some people wouldn't like it. And I know who I would recommend it to and who I wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, I remember talking to Jen. I was like, my wife, I was like, uh, you're not going to like this movie. Yeah. You know? Oh, I heard it was getting out. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You're not Let me gonna save like you. It. You're going to get angry. There. You're going to yeah. be fucking pissed. Yeah. So just hold off. But somebody else that might recommend it that they yeah. think they might like it. And and what I like about the tension that Darren Aronofsky is so good for, um, you know, directors that do that are fucking brilliant. You know, you take his scene in Requiem for a Dream, like that whole like end sequence, and that music comes in, and like you know. Um, the the mom's getting shocked and they're all kind of going through their personal hell at the end um another like we were talking about tense scenes in movies so i don't think anything's tenser uh than just in the you know mother like i don't want to give much away but like you know when they're like when you want to kick all those fucking people out because they're going crazy you're like yo what the fuck are you doing like stop them you know, and it, I just wanted to go through and I wanted to, like, y- yank everyone out of that fucking house. Right. Um, and, and, you know, like, we, we touched upon, uh, upon, like, those scenes. Uh, another one we mentioned was, the, like, obviously Boogie Nights with the firecrackers. Sure. That scene is one of the tensest scenes ever because you know something's going to happen in Boogie Nights. And uh, that fucking Asian dude is in the back and his yeah. fucking, like, tidy whities <laughs> Shooting off firecrackers, yeah, and they're all those sick. guys got the coke jitters. They're, they're just all strung coke out. Jitters and like yeah. Sister Christians playing, sweating. You know, like how good. You know, like, he's got the gun. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, that's great direction. And then the guy's bodyguard walking behind. Yeah, him and, you because you know something's gonna happen, and you just. I think they just let it play out for yeah. so long, and then the song. You'll plays. never hear Sister Christian. One, one movie way. that came to my mind with with the fucking oh, anxiety was uh, again, was Whiplash. 
I mean, when he's just working, with the, he's just oh. working that kid so fucking hard yeah, with the drumming. Oh my god, that's this, uh, not quite my tempo, I and throws the fucking cymbals at his head. No, I fuck. hate that kid, Miles Teller. I want to see him get worked even more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a movie where he just gets fucking tortured for fucking seven weeks. Wow, holy shit! How do you really feel? <laughs> um, another one that did, I mentioned in the movie before, Sicario. Sicario has this like a uh, the director uses this score and the score just sounds like I don't it's just this weird like low frequency through the whole movie. It's actually Benicio del Toro just humming. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him in the last Jedi. Yeah. I could have done without his stutter but aside from that. Yeah, like what was the purpose? It was a choice I made as as an actor. Yeah. That this man would stutter. Nice. This guy sounds like a stutterer. Uh, I got the inspiration from the kid in Don't, Halloween oh, 5. Oh, God damn it. You <laughs> had to say it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of fish called Jamie. Wanda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Sicario has one of those scenes at the checkpoint. If you've never seen it, that's a great movie. I know the sequel's coming yeah, out. But it's, I think it is out, right? It's Soldados no. or something? Is it called? No, not yet. Uh. But uh, yeah, there's a checkpoint. Maybe I saw it on the bootleg site. Maybe they've already got it in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parker's boys dropping him off with That's his work. Man. <laughs> He's just looking for his work boots. Number right three, now. fried rice work boots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you had number one. Number yeah, one. Yeah. I want to preface my my number one. I didn't even like the last ten minutes of this movie, but I still think it was better than anything else I saw all year, which was uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Gotta I thought that. it was gotta, really gotta funny. Um, although Thor was actually funnier, but it was. Um, it was really good. I mean, Woody Harrelson. I know Friends of Dorman was great, and she's getting like a lot of accolades for it. But Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell turned in really good performances. It, w- a- it wasn't as solid as Seven Psychopaths, but I love that movie. Same guy directing it. Okay, but um, or writing it. But um, they did take a little turn at the very end that I would have liked to go someplace else. But it was still good. You know, I mean, it was very engaging and funny. And I don't know anybody that's. Hasn't liked that movie that saw it. Yeah, I, I gotta watch such it. good things. I gotta, I gotta get it's on that. It's definitely one of those on the list. Yeah. That and ki- The Killing of a Sacred Deer is still a movie I didn't <laughs> get a chance to watch. But that's because the guy made The Lobster, and I think The Lobster is like one of the best awesome. movies. <laughs> is of it the in your top years. ten of all time? Not Along a- with... Uh, Days and Confused. Days of Summer. Days and Confused. Days. We've learned like almost four of your top ten of all time today. Uh. No, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Scout's Guide was top ten of the what last else is in 10. there? Geely in a Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's got twenty movies in his top ten. Of human, all time. <laughs> human centipede. I got one A and one B. <laughs> so okay, yeah, I I, I got to watch that and fucking Seven Psychopaths. Great. I feel like that's I a movie. Seen that either. I gotta get Man, on that. I feel like that. That had a lot more action than this movie, obviously, but this, it was it was really solid. Um, it reminded me too of a. She was in a movie with Sean Penn called "This Must Be the Place" a couple of years ago. That was just fucking weird. I don't know if anybody saw it, but I know of it. But I didn't he see plays it. like uh, oh, so he like the the guy like, Robert Smith. He's like Robert guy. Smith. Yeah, that was a great movie. But, I like that. Yeah, it's crazy. But he comes back to New York because his father dies, and him and this crazy Nazi hunter guy go on a mission to find a guy who abused his father in Dachau or something. Took a twist you weren't expecting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that movie. All right, uh, Parker, number one. Uh, actually, I had two honorable mentions real quick that I totally forgot about. One was Leatherface, and uh, one was this movie called The Babysitter. 
I haven't which, seen that yet. Which was a lot of fun. Leatherface was great. I yeah. think. I, I, what didn't you like? And the chicks it? were hot in the babysitter. Oh, yeah, okay. main girl was very pretty. Bellathorn. I'd have to read up <laughs> again. Like I want. I, I just. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I've always been a sucker for Steven Dorff, so like it had me right there. Yeah. You know, so. I, I like, like more of a Brad Dorff guy. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like. I, I think it's the best sequel after the second. I think one, two, and Leatherface. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I just liked it. Even like the reveal and how you you know everything that you think, like the fat kid, and, and then it just turns out to not. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I, I loved it But I know that I, I'm in the minority In all the groups Everyone seems to not really like Leatherface And the babysitter was good it was Yeah Kind of like a You know Netflix Yeah Nonsense but Yeah They actually picked it up It was filmed like two years ago I was reading And then uh, It was supposed to be in the theaters But then Netflix Netflix finally got the right So they just Said fuck it And they put it out themselves So right. Which is good yeah. I like that so, so number one I mean Brawl in Cell Block 99 Hell yeah. I just... That was great. Don't have enough good things to fucking say about this movie. I mean, Fuck it yeah. literally took me by the fucking throat and just didn't let go. Yep. I mean, uh, everything from Vince Vaughn, you know, putting on 15 pounds of muscle and working with, like, a fucking boxing instructor for six months, and I was reading that... uh him demolishing the car was actually... I mean, it wasn't real. They put fake parts on there, but obviously, you know, so... It kept it going yeah. for a while. No, I'm like, he's the just violence yeah. was outstanding I mean, in that movie. I mean, like, just the, the, top the one scene when the... Smashes. the ones The head smashes were great, <laughs> but the one yeah. scene when the guy comes to visit him in jail and he's just talking about, you know how they could fucking perform an abortion on the kid, take the fucking arms off and leave the baby inside of her. I'm like, this is just... It's some next level shit. It was like, like what? A grindhouse yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a grindhouse homage. Yeah. Because... And they even said that they made the prosthetics look like seventies grindhouse, which was awesome. I like know? prison movies to begin with. Yeah, usually. yeah. You know? Well, that's why Shot Caller. You didn't watch that yet. I didn't watch that yet. You got to watch it. But uh, watch that tonight, man. Sharpen your toothbrush and get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll make you want to like give Shanks out for Christmas. Nice. You know, yeah, that's a great pick. Uh, yeah. Definitely in my top ten yeah. of 2017. Nice. Uh, but my number one, I said it before, I'm pretty sure, I think, maybe season one, one of those days, Baby Driver. Nothing beat oh, yeah. Baby Driver. Really? Yeah, Baby Driver was the best movie that I saw last year. Kind of over movies where the hero just is a dude who can drive a car. Like, mm-hmm. it's happened so many it's fucking so much times. More. I mean, I know it was... I, I, those chase scenes were banging, though. They were good. They were John good. Hamm was Soundtrack? a little... I don't know. It was good. But, I mean... It, You've seen the Fast and the Furious. You've seen which is no. Fast Furious with a with a kind of off dude on, oh. on, with, with headphones. I don't know. I mean, that's just it was good, but again, it's, it's crazy talk. It's, it's car chase. Yeah, this time he was just going down the street in reverse. So what? You know, like <laughs> Kevin Spacey was fucking weird. The whole thing with him making the mixtapes and stuff, selling them out. So like, awesome, all right? I don't know. I did like the weird like Godfather dude who took care of him that he just left on like. Retirement home steps with a bunch of money. That guy was all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the blind that dude black cool. dude. I like that he cradled him. Um, yeah, the soundtrack is great. Edgar Wright just kills it. Anything to do with his movies are always, the soundtracks are always great. Um, it was an action, it was a legit action movie, actually. Um, and it there was minimal CGI. Like, it looked real as fuck. Everything. It didn't, like, action movies now look like a fucking video game yeah like i'm watching 
certain movies and I'm like, what? Is, I can't even watch this. Yeah. It looks stupid. Looks like a, a Sega video game from like 1994 <laughs> or some shit. Ground Zero Texas, man. Just, nice. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's the best. I, I, I didn't see a better movie than Baby Driver. And if you're listening and you still haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it because it's fucking awesome. Yes. Unless you don't like awesome things, then I would say, I don't know, watch Everybody Wants Them instead. <laughs> <laughs> John Bernthal was also in Baby Driver. He was, and I like what he said. He's like, if you don't see me again, then I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, so very good. He's, he's been doing some good stuff. On Netflix, he did uh, the Punisher series, which I didn't see. I started watching I heard it, it was great. I got to watch that. I got that. like halfway through it. Those shows need to not be 13 episodes. Like That's the thing. They really grind to a halt, a lot of them. like. It's better than Jessica Jones is the best one of all those shows without a doubt, but this is like up there. But it definitely kind of gets slow in the middle. You know what I love? Uh, speaking of Netflix, now that our top five is over, um, the end of the fucking world. I started watching. I've I gotta, it. I gotta check Just that out. Just finished it. Eight episodes, twenty minutes each. So technically, it's a fucking movie, mm. but the way. You watch it is in twenty minute increments, so right. it works for someone like me that like you know sometimes I have forty minutes before band practice or whatever. Squeeze it's like I'm gonna yeah, yep. and it's it's so offbeat to it. The the characters uh, pretty vulgar. The girl and she was like talking about pussies and she looked like she was twelve. So I had to like Google to make sure that like. <laughs> This was okay to watch. Well, you know, okay to like condone and be like, ah, yeah. But she's twenty five, so if she wants to get her pussy eaten, sure, why not? But she looks very young, and it was just very weird. Did you? Uh, you been watching Big Mouth at all? No. It's the most fucked up thing you'll ever see. If you want twenty minute increments of fucked up That's shit, Kroll show, right? Yeah, Nick Kroll's yeah. cartoon on uh, Netflix. I can't do net. I can't do cartoons. You will do this. Watch the first episode. I promise you. You'll thank me later. <laughs> it's the most fucked up thing you're oh, gonna see no, in your life. Oh no, you're right. It's it's the kid, and he's got an imaginary friend or something. He's not. He's a hormone monster. That's real. He's very real, Maurice. Okay, <laughs> and because he. He was sleeping over with his friend, and he was getting. He was trying to. He was like, making get, him beat off. Yeah. Soon, yeah. <laughs> I wow. did see that. That was that's pretty good. I didn't know that was Curl. Yeah, that whole show is only like ten episodes. It's hysterical. Okay, that know? is that's a pretty goddamn good show. All right. <laughs> um, what about the new season of Black Mirror? Did you finish it? Watch it. I didn't even start. You didn't even start it. You didn't even start season one. I gotta. It rain is always like you have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I. I, I, I gotta start too. that too. I can't watch everything, man. I got to yeah, go out and live, Jesus. you know? <laughs> I don't watch that many movies and TV, you know? I Neither do, do I, I, but since doing this show, I have to. <sighs> That's true. Maybe I got to get on the research. Like, I normally, I, I've been almost in the pattern of letting shows run seven seasons end, and then I'll just watch them all at once. That's, I, I, that's my I can't do that. Schedule. I lose, like, yeah. I can only watch Law and Order, SVU, Rape <laughs> Fest when it's on all day. Like, I can watch 10 <laughs> episodes. Isn't back it always back. on all day? It seems well, like every they time I come on, some all those fucking Channel Three yeah. plays it all day. I think, you know, doing this stuff like we talk about movies, music, pop culture, so it it fucking fuels me at least. Yeah. To basically, it's like okay, you know, we have we talk about shit. So, um, right, so you be the TV guy, and I'll read I'll read the books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading one right now. The original bass player, ACDC, Mark Evans. Thirty uh, deeds on bazillion points. Ian Christie. <laughs> That's good shit. Well, 
Black Mirror was great. So I, I <laughs> highly recommend it. It was six episodes. I'm going to get on it. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, there's an episode ca- called Hang the DJ. Hang the DJ. Hang the DJ. You know, for any Smiths <laughs> fan, which yes. is the most polarizing. Speaking of which, you got to see that I Angle in This it. Mind movie yeah. about Morrissey's childhood. Yeah. I'm on that. So. All right. Like uh, Morrissey used to like beat off to pictures of the acid bath murderer in Manchester. He was into some weird doesn't shit. Doesn't touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that's not, he that's was not definitely, scene in the movie. he was fascinated with the Moors murders. That's it. It was something like uh, that. Yeah. With the Hinleys, I think, did that. But, uh, and that's why they suffer the, suffer little children's about that. But, um, it's a good movie. Once again, as long as he doesn't do anything, like I'm, like I said, he I'm, does, he did nothing. Yeah. In his childhood. Yeah. Like the movie, if you're not into like the history of the Smiths, it's probably pretty awful. Cause yeah. You know how like they're making the dirt right now? Yeah. We're all excited. Ah. Motley Cruz bio. Morrissey's story doesn't really take off that way. You know, it's not very exciting yeah. like is that. Is it like every day is just like Sunday? <laughs> he has like? a shitty job. He was looking for a job and he found a job. Yeah. And he was miserable. <laughs> and all this stuff happens. It's not the dirt, it's- but it's good. If I could go back in time and and be reincarnated as anyone, it would be somebody in Motley Crue, even Mick Mars. Like in ni- from nineteen eighty four to eighty five, you I want would... your knees to fuse? Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about from eighty four to eighty five. Right. Like back, I... back when he was like forty one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I would have went Tommy and Nikki. Well, I'm just saying, like, said, which one had but... hepatitis less times? I'd probably go Vince Neil, actually. <laughs> but he killed a guy. Yeah, that's and true. he just beat up some girl. Razzle. He killed Razzle from Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. So he's got that. When is Michael Monroe going to take his revenge? That's what I want to know. I don't know. He keeps putting out records that nobody <laughs> listens to. I like Hanoi. I like Michael Monroe, but it's you know. Is I wish he was doing more. <laughs> he's still he committed to that fucking haircut though. Yeah. Like he's out there doing his Hanoi thing. But you know, don't you think in like twenty years, like you're still going to be wearing the same hair? Me? Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Just, he's growing it out. My scalp's not going to allow for that. I don't think. 20, 20 years ago. I'm just know? thinking, like, you know, f- all right, let's say 15 years from now, I'm going to be still kind of like this. I'm going to be think like, I'm not going to get a futuristic hairdo. Maybe you well, will. All, all those Maybe glam like rocker fucking... guys did that, though. They have like this, this gener- generic cut that they wear with their affliction shirt or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? It's like this generic older rock It'd be a guy Ricky Rocket. It looks like like, yeah. like you put like an animal on their head. It's almost like <laughs> a like a housewife hairdo. You should, get, you should like, get the thing like Gary John Oldman. and Kate plus eight or something you like that haircut. completely <laughs> fucking right. There are, and Ricky Rocket, Ricky Rocket, <laughs> Ricky Rocket is like the prototype for that. Totally. He has a J, uh, what's the Kate? Gosling's hair. <laughs> he does, and he's got like the my bo- girlfriend. He's in- got the bowling shirt with the fucking fire on the bottom of the it. Fucking Guy Fieri shirt. And- so my girlfriend in college had that same haircut, and now all these guys are wearing it. But uh, a you lot would be of good jewelry. with the one that Gary Oldman had in the Fifth Element. Zerg <laughs> have like a little dome Goes piece up. going on. <laughs> Yo, and they Forget all that. when they get interviewed and they move their arm, it jingles. So <laughs> they have so much shit on. Have you ever seen like Glenn Hughes? It's, you know, it's so frosted. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> He's got more shit on than like, you know, it's ridiculous. But it makes noises. Over What's the his mic. new band? Shh. Black Church Communion Party or Black, something? They're actually pretty decent. <laughs> Joe Bonamassa yeah. is in that. Jason Baum, good players. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's good for his age. Glenn you know? Hughes never takes off those sunglasses to do interviews, too. Because he doesn't have any eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the base was too heavy. I already had him surgically attached. 
it like sewed right onto his ears. <laughs> <laughs> all his jewelry and bracelets too. Probably yeah. it's probably Couldn't all the same up with that shit on. Oh, Jesus Christ! Wow, we 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 <laughs> said it all. <laughs> yeah. We said it all. <laughs> all right, I think we. I think I gotta get rolling anyway. I think we covered everything. So uh, I guess that's it. Thanks, Brian Marr, for sitting yeah, thank in you. and talking and. Uh, you know, look out for the new Black Label. Black Label. I'm like reading this. Look out for the new Black Label Society. But my band, Black Suit Youth, check us out. Buy their gloves. Like, like us on Instagram and Facebook. We got a show at Beery's on the 10th of February. I will and, be there. Yeah, come on out. Excellent. All right, cool. So, let's